I don't care if you've been trying to censor bunny titties all night. If you up, smash that like button. Welcome to Black of the Black Times Infinity. I'm your host, Cthulhu News Prophet. coming to you live and direct from the stack. Smoke me out, man, with that dang shit on my left. Old engine, world old engine. Ain't no party like a royalty spilling party. <laughs> I'm my far right engineer, and I'm the one to choose. Choke people out of the threes and fours. Kronos. I don't give a shit about no monarchy. There it is. Last but not least, we got your boy Blue. If you want to make a dunk, dank podcast, you must first create a universe. Ooh, <laughs> I like that. I like that a lot. Okay. That was, that was spent on someone else's quote. They said, like, if you want to make an apple pie, you must first create the universe. <laughs> mm, I like that. It sounds like Futurama, uh, but maybe not. We back up in it. I was Carl Sagan. You got some stats? Carl Sagan did that. Oh, Carl Sagan. I'm sorry. I'm giving Futurama credit where Carl Sagan needs to get the props. Hmm. All right. Well, we will go through some statistics. Uh, A shout out to Ahmad, uh, who is our listener of the week. Thank you very much. And also in the live chat, nobody's there yet, but we are live. Yeah, I I just saw the notification. Yeah. Yeah. There's like a weird delay. I need to like change when uh i do the countdown like press the buttons first and then do the countdown i guess because there's, there's a longer delay but anyway no worries old ninja you usually pouring out something usually urban what you doing this week and for whom's to do uh i'm gonna pour out some slits for a legendary artist for marvel comics who uh made who used to draw red sonia frank thorne uh, he used yeah. to draw for Jim Opero on the comic uh, The Spectre and numerous other classic comics such as Perry Mason, Flash Gordon, and the Green Hornet. Um, he started drawing Red Sonia, uh, a character created for Marvel Comics, or Marvel Comics' Conan the Barbarian se- series. Um, he would cosplay as a wizard, or the wizard, a character he acted out with a... Um, like, at like, conventions like and show after show with another actress uh, who who portrayed Red Sonia, he would judge other cosplayers who cosplayed as Red Sonia. Um, he's credited by some of the main uh, industryers as like he's one of the first mainstream um, like content creators that would go out and do cosplay. Hmm. Um, it's not like it's like an unofficial thing. We don't know. Um, uh, he continued to draw for, uh, erotic fancy comics such as Moonshine McJugs for her Playboy <laughs> magazine, uh, Lawn for Moonshine Heavy Metal, McJugs. and Danger Ranger Red for National Lampoon magazine. Wait, um, he. Well, I'm sorry. Real quick question. So he he did some of the art for Heavy Metal, the like the the animated movie too, or just no, no. You know that before Heavy Metal was animated, it was a it was like a, a like a uh comic con- not a comic it was like a magazine that had multiple yeah. stories in it so he did lawn for heavy metal so in the comic or uh, I, they had a different name for it back then but within that he drew for this storyline called uh, lawn it was another um story within that and then he also did danger raider Red, uh ranger Red, i'm sorry danger ranger Red for the national lampoon magazine so back then as you may not may know, like the magazines would have like little stories in them or little um, small like uh, comics or one offs one them or whatever. He would do a couple of those for erotic magazines 
or whatnot. Um, he also created the comic Ribbit for Comico, and he did a couple other graphic novels. Uh, he has won numerous awards for his art, including an Inkpot Award. Uh, he passed away at the age of 90, the same day as his wife. Sad. Actually, you know, it's great. I mean, it's sad they, I mean, that they died. But uh, if you die on the same day as your spouse, it's not too bad, to be honest yeah. with you. I mean, you this is like one of the weird things about being a, a mortal. And if you're with somebody for a long time, is that, and at least me, what I realized as I'm getting older, is that no matter what, almost no matter what, uh, one of us is going to leave each other. Whether it's through death or through like just bringing up. And that's a fucked up thing to realize is that mm -hmm. one day this person is going to live their life without you or vice versa. And it's fucked up. Life is uh mm -hmm. life is kinda shitty. Life is, is finite. It is. Well, except for me. <laughs> You've been around so many hundreds of years, goddammit. Centuries. <laughs> Uh, we think Stitch is in the wind, not playing, uh, dodging uh, traffic tickets. Uh, we don't know what he's doing, but he's, he's not with us, so don't ask. He's not uh, dead. But, he's just not here. <laughs> yeah, but, but we will be talking about him later. <laughs> he's not dead, but he's not with us, so he could be dead. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God damn it. All right. Uh, Kratos, I'm going to start with you. You uh, dipped in, dip your toe back into some multiplayer. I you did. Got, uh, you got convinced to join into the Outbreak Zombies world, right? I did, and I uh, immensely enjoyed uh, playing Call of Duty Black Ops Zombie Outbreak. It was, nice. yeah, I, I really liked it. I really love the fact that I can play it offline as well, um, and it carries over all my shit. So next time you guys see me play, I'm like level, I'm in like the mid-30s now, so. Um, awesome. Yeah, I, I didn't expect to like this game that much because uh, I'm not a huge fan of Call of Duty. I haven't been a huge fan of Call of Duty for a long time. Even though I buy all their games, just like Halo. <laughs> like, <laughs> I buy the games, I play them, I beat them. But uh, they're not, like, the best games, to be honest with you. But Zombie Outbreak is my cup of motherfucking tea. I'm picky up with that mm -hmm. bitch. Uh, I love everything they're doing with it. I love the progression system. I love the fact that I can play it offline. I love that it's PVE. I love that we can do some co-op on there and, uh, and get you done. I love the randomized uh, missions that you have on there and, like, the whole progression of, like, you know, you have to... You can just fuck around, but once you complete the mission, you have the opportunity to either keep on your, you know, whatever stage you're on or up the difficulty and go to, like, the next... Like, you basically teleport to a, a new location, but it's harder. Um, and you have to upgrade your weapons and all that shit to really survive in the next location. Um, it is a really well done way to do these sorts of things, and I hope that more games uh, uh, do that because there's, to be honest, like a lot of the PVE games have kind of a predictable progression system, and they're not really that great. Uh, mm -hmm. But the fact that Call of Duty just pulled this one out and was just like, "Hey, here's some way better system to do these things," I've been thoroughly impressed. You know, so yeah. hopping there with you guys and and being like the the noob was interesting, but uh, yeah, I I I figured out like my play style in this game, and next time we play, it'll it'll be vastly different. Yeah, and I think you're going. Uh, you, you I think you were telling me you're going to run brain rot, right, for your ammo. 
Uh, that's what I was doing for a while, but I think right now it's Cryo. I think I upgraded a little bit in Cryo, but I, I like the Brain Rot thing because it. I like having drones on my side. That gives me a drone, but I, I do see the appeal of the other ones because it's it's more of immediate, more of an immediate thing that happens. With Brain Rot, it's mm -hmm. it's more randomized on when uh, I get a zombie on my side. And you have to upgrade it like really far to get like a, a heavy on your side. So uh, I think I, I want to go down the Brain Rot route, but. Um, okay. A lot of things that I want to play in the game, like the, my actual real play style, is unlocked like way later. Like I'm, I'm usually like a healer, and uh, yeah. I use drones. But those things aren't really unlocked until like you're in your fucking forties, you know, like level yeah. forty. So it's like, all right, I'll, I'll have to adjust my play style, which is fine. It gives you something to shoot towards. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, yeah, with the heat, with the healing, um, I think it's like a energy orb, whatever the hell it is. Um, you can heal like people in all over the map re really everybody quite quite uh quite easily so yeah. if you get that to level five it's pretty fun and that's, really valuable yeah that's what i'm gonna do because i in these games like most people don't like to play as a healer but i'm like just play as like a combat healer that's that's the way i like mm -hmm. to, to play it's like be useful to your team in other ways than just shooting things in the face and i'm you know i'm good at shooting things in the face but also somebody's got to fucking heal people so yep gotta know your fucking roles yeah. The thing that I, I I'm kind of confused on, I don't see you know in that weapons class kind of uh, menu where you pick uh, I think one of nine or ten choices whatever it is, mm -hmm. I don't see a shotgun as a starting weapon, but I do see a class that you can upgrade of shotguns, but I, but I only am able to really purchase them in the map. Do you know what I mean? Oh, you mean like. Yeah, I, th I think there is a way to get shotguns. Like, so there's a there's one of the things that is kind of confusing. Like when you're playing the game, is that when you're choosing weapons, like there's things that are off screen that I think that you might not. Jesus, you just spilled. I saw that shit. It's all good. It's on. Mm -hmm. It's on live. Um, <laughs> you have to you have to kind of scroll to your right when you're picking your weapons because there's more options there. Yeah. There's like launchers and all that shit. I I don't look for shotguns because technically I I don't like. I mean, shotguns are cool and all, but I like being precise. Um, yeah. as I get older, you know, I do like using shotguns, but in like realistic games like this, like I don't tend to use shotguns. Um, but I, I'm pretty sure there was an option for shotguns from the get go. Mm, but I just it's on the, the PS5 or the Atari 2600. <laughs> <laughs> I'm part of Master Race now, so you know, I'm, I'm on the five. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, there, there definitely is an option for shotguns. So I remember I was watching uh, okay. some other YouTube guy, and he definitely had a shotgun from the jump. Like, right when he got out of the fucking helicopter, he had a shotgun. Gotcha. And, okay. I'm uh, going to have to search for it. Yeah, yeah. I think you just got to look. And I know there's, like, there's, like, a lot of things for, like, using your Ethereum to, like, upgrade your base yeah. weapons. Um, and I'm using a tactical rifle right now. Mm -hmm. And that's not, it's not even unlocked yet. So I'm, I, I, was, I, I had, like, 13 or 15 Ethereum for, like, the longest time. And I was like, well, I want to use it on these things, but I can't use it on these things because I'm, it hasn't unlocked yet. So, yeah, I was clutching my pearls for a while. <laughs> keep keep going. I, my favorite thing, I mentioned this last week, but my favorite thing is just the whole after the whole game is over and you use your crystals to like level up the things like the perks and, you know, your cryo rounds or whatever the hell you, uh, you're running with. But, like, there's a lot of basically god tier level stuff once you get past level three or four uh on every single perk you know what i mean so check it out are you looking you're looking at it now aren't you 
Look at that one. No, I was talking to somebody in the chat. Somebody that was confused no, about live streaming. <laughs> somebody was confused about getting a like notification about live streaming and premieres. So it's he's all like very odd. He's all, hold on. So we're about to extract. Yes. <laughs> yeah, like, anyway, yeah. Um, but the game is life. <laughs> the, the game is... Uh, I, but I, I'm still going to go back to the fact that it's a fucking half a terabyte for this goddamn game. Like, this God is not it. a half a terabyte experience to me like what the fuck no. that, that, that's still a problem no. with me i mean don't get me wrong the maps that that are on these things are they're pretty big and all but they they ain't that fucking big you know and i'm still and I'm, way bloated and i'm still getting load screens i'm still getting load screens <laughs> somebody I, it's funny i was talking to somebody uh yesterday about like software bloat and like why it happens and he broke it down and he was like basically what happens is that these people that are coding various softwares is that they put in these they put in they, they code things and then they'll basically um leave the junk in there they'll, well they'll edit out they'll just hashtag it out and it'll all the code will still be in there but then they'll just edit it out but it's still in there like they'll just put a, a character ahead of like everything to like basically remove this code from there but it's still in there so you have these yeah. thousands of lines or millions of lines of code that are still in there because they don't delete them I think I, I think that's what's happening with Call of Duty. That's likely what's happening with Call of Duty is that they have these, you know, millions of lines of code that they're not removing from the actual code because they're they're scared that if you know the code that they're editing out, um, if something was referencing that piece of code, that they can go back there and still like bring it back, you know. But it's like that's really shitty coding. Like if you're confident in your coding, update your code. Edit out the shit that you need to, delete the fucking old shit, and then go forward. But I think that they're so hesitant to do that, uh, you know, nowadays, and they're leaving in like all these extra code that doesn't really need to even be in there, you know. So this is why yeah. I don't get into fucking coding that much because um, it's fucking bullshit. <laughs> like somebody has to do it. I'm not doing it. Like every single time they try to give me the code, I'm like, no, nah, I'm not interested. I'm I'm good. Like I, I know some stuff. I know how to like do like one-liners and shit like that to like to do my job better but I, I, i'm not interested in coding really at all and I, I, people that that do it you know thank goodness you do it but that shit ain't for me and, I, and i've been in it for more than 20 years i'm good at what i do but i'm just not interested in coding you got to run uh sql scripts and those things are challenging on them on their own yeah yeah i mean scripting is i mean i do light scripting like i said i, I do one-liners to like help me figure shit out but that's that's basically it yeah, SQL can be SQL can be a little bit of a pain, but once you get the relational algebra down, it's not too bad. Yeah. I'll say this though. Uh, <laughs> as much as I love Outbreak, I've had a world of trouble like with these servers the past couple of days. You know what I mean? Like just getting uh, kicked out of games. You know, not starting. You got people in your party, and then they just suddenly just get booted. You know, I think even when we were playing with uh, Chronos. Like, did it boot you? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, it did. It did like like three times in a row. And yeah, also, like, I fucking know. rant. I, I've never had a, really a big problem with randos before. But holy shit. Like, I remember we were playing, like, one game, and, like, some rando was just like, let's go to the next level now. And it's like, motherfucker, we don't even have second guns yet. Like, what the fuck are you even doing? Like, <laughs> in a rush. Yeah, no microphone, yeah. no nothing. Just, hey, let's just fucking do all. I'm like, Jesus Christ, man. Like, stop. Like, we need to, like, you know, get resources before we go on to the next level. 
yeah, so, you, yeah. You, won't, you won't even have enough ammo to handle that that uh, that challenge round, basically, or that boss round. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. like it's no attention to like what your other players are doing. I feel like those type of randos are like um, squeakers. I know that might be derogative, but I feel like those are like tween, like kids that are like fourteen and under. They're just saying, "Hey, we just beat this on to the next round." It's like, dude, have you not played this? Like, are you even speaking? And like, I know we we're playing with B Boy. B Boy got so mad at a at a random that he switched to game chat and cursed him out. He's like, "Dude, are you gonna? You need to like do this, do this. We're not even ready. You need to be a team player or get the fuck out." Damn. The dude quit. <laughs> Match. You can't Leroy Jenkins that shit. No. Yeah, no. So uh, we three manned it. I think we got to level three, and then we were having problems because there was only. Uh, no, actually, it filled it filled um, the squad with one more person, but I mean, I, they didn't work out. I can solo to level two, but I I, I don't know if I can solo to level three. I, I mean, I I probably could given some time, but it would uh it would take some some serious like thought processes on like what I need to upgrade my weapons and shit like that because sometimes like because the, the weapon that I like my main weapon like the type 63 is good and all but if I don't have like a decent like some sort of you know automatic weapon to just you know to get behind that one it's like there's no way I can beat these fucking past level two like you can't mm. <laughs> the single shot shit is good for far away and like when you're when you're cerebral but there's times when they fucking swarm you especially when you're like hey I got an exfil it's like if you got an yep. exfil, mm -hmm. them fucking semi-autos. I mean, you better be fucking headshotting the whole time. <laughs> yep. So. Well, it's not just that; it's also those special, like the special zombies that come in because they can knock mm -hmm. you out of like the area you need to protect or the exfil area, and you got to run back. And when you're running back, like you're just running into problems fighting through a horde, and then you end up like not making it. It's all bad. Yeah. Have you guys have you guys fucked around with that uh, ring of fire? Uh, perk yet? No. So supposedly that one like burns the fuck out of them and refills your ammo and does all this other extra shit too. Huh. You know, like buffs you and you know takes them down quite a bit. I I haven't uh, leveled it up at all yet, but that's kind of going to be one of my next ones. I'm going to try to get as many crystals and try to fuck with that a little bit more. Hopefully well, it'll, it's good for the whole team. Though. I mean, there, there's we'll so see. there's so many options that they have on there. It's just like that's what I like is that you have like the. All these options are like for vastly different play, play styles, so you can definitely figure out yep. like how the fuck you want to play. And I, I love having the options like that. And I hope that more games do things like that. Because even though you know basically you're all, you know, playing like like as a vanilla type character, but you can customize like how the fuck you want to play um, so yeah. well. I think it's, it's it's just a great idea. I love I love it. Yeah, man. I'm, um, I'm glad you got out got down on there. Go ahead, go ahead. So I wanted to transition to another game. Hey, quick we question. Were... For the zombie mode, is this a DLC or is it the no, game? Free. Or game, game? game? Well, it's it's a um, free update. It is it is a free update, but it's you know it's downloadable content, so it is technically a DLC. I guess a free DLC. Yeah, yeah, there you go, free DLC. Um, we were we were just talking about this last week, last Wednesday on the podcast. We were talking about this new Alien games, Alien Fire Team. Sure enough, the next morning. IGN had a little preview was that it's like 25 minutes of gameplay footage and it's um, I can't forget his name. He's always he's like always on uh, IGN's like first look and, and um, a lot of the new contents on there. I forget his name at the moment, but um, 
he was on with the developers so he got to play with the developers and show like the first uh level and what you're doing what you could do the loadouts the weapons the enemies and um it was kind of crazy because like the developers were saying that there were like i think 14 different xenomorphs and you got to see a couple of them yeah there's ones that like um basically explode so they're covered in like acid and before they die they like explode and cover an area with acid um they have what they call like i think it's a uh not a knight but it's like a, a a soldier he's bigger than the other ones he looks like the classic xenomorph i guess he's like a full-grown adult you have to take him down um there's ones that are pretty fast um there's the one that looks like the dog i guess so uh you got to take them out um there's a lot of things that you can use you can put down turrets um they have like uh like a shotgun type deal there's the heavy um um heavy like minigun type weapons the ones that you see from um aliens the james cameron the film so they had like was that the smart gun the heavy fucking machine gun yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah yeah that's what yeah it is called smart gun they had that they had the assault rifles um there's a couple each loadout had like it's different thing like the the character with the shotgun was apparently the healer he can put down like this like hell station that would put shit out um med packs and stuff they had like um obstacles that they could do did anybody else see this stuff yeah uh, i saw most of it go ahead Carlos. yeah I I, the guy playing with uh ryan mccaffrey i think how you pronounce his name yeah yeah i think yeah yeah, I mean, it looked really good. What's odd to me is that they're doing this whole like three-player co-op thing. It's the same thing with uh, yeah. with Outriders. They're doing three three-player co-op, which is like, to me, it's an odd number. I mean, a fire team is not three people. I'm just saying, from the military, it's four and four people. But anyway, <laughs> <laughs> you fucked up the whole name. I'm just saying, so I'll just put that out there. Fire yeah. team is four people. I used to be a fire team leader. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, it, I feel like it needs a fourth person. Even watching the the demo, but go ahead. Yeah, I mean, what I saw though, even with three people, it, it's fine. It, it still looked like a lot of fun. Like the graphically was on point. Um, the way the aliens looked, there's I, I did some extra research on this. And there's uh, a bunch of different sorts of aliens that are on there that do vastly different things. I think that's pretty awesome. Uh, it looks like it's well thought out so far. You know, we're just getting you know the initial gameplays and, and demos and all that shit. Uh, so it, it it's hopeful so far, but you never know. It could be another anthem. So mm-hmm. we will see. What was that one by? Didn't Gearbox do an Alien Marines one? Oh yeah, they did. Came like out a few a years, years ago. ago, right? Yeah. What was like it called? 2012. I think it's called Colonial Marines or Aliens Colonial Marines. Yeah. That did that did not do well at all. Oh, that one that one bombed hard. People were like, now. people were saying that it just, it just didn't, it wasn't nowhere near as good as they wanted it to be. So, so the publisher was Sega, but the, yeah, the developer was Gearbox, and it was from February of 2013. Yeah. So this is the thing: when people talk about Gearbox, Gearbox has only really made mm, two really good game franchises. Yeah. So let's <laughs> just be honest: is Borderlands, and then there was another one. I forget the fucking name of it now. But the rest of them, or it was like a, it was something like World War Two or World War One era shit, and it was uh, turn based, I, I believe. But other than that, they have not hit the mark on the vast majority of their games. Even like Battleborn, which I was like really looking forward to, it was it could have been really good, but holy fucking shit, it was um, 
the fact that every single playthrough that you did, it, it reset all your stats. I was just like, what is the point of playing the game then? Yeah, it was like yeah. really dumb. Really dumb. Well, I gotta give them some credit. It's saying that they were partially responsible for some of the Half-Life and yeah. some of the Counter-Strike. Mm. Halo Evolution is on here. Teams most most of the most of this other stuff or they're done. Duke Nukem series. Well, Duke, uh, I mean Duke Nukem the first one ones. was great, but yeah, after that yeah. it wasn't great. <laughs> they did some really bad ones. Yeah, it's most it's. I mean, their 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 big you know flagship is is definitely Borderlands. Oh, and so the Homeworld series apparently was is okay. I mean, I haven't heard anything too bad about it. But Brothers in Arms, I actually have one of those. Apparently, that those didn't do that great. Yeah. So. Yeah. They, but oh, and didn't didn't they actually do this the PS5 one that nobody loved, the launch title that everybody forgot about with the swords, um, third person really fast action. Come on, uh, Godfall. Yeah, didn't they do that? <laughs> I don't think that's them. Really? Am I tripping? No, okay. it, it sounds like shit. I think it was. I think that yeah, was a Gearbox game. Yeah, look look it up. I'm pretty sure that was a Gearbox game. Looking it up right uh, now. I'm looking it up now. Publisher uh, oh. Gearbox. Yeah, I'm looking it up now too. So that's the no. publisher, <laughs> but the developer was Counterplay Games. Yeah. So it was yeah, published right. by Gearbox. They so. had they had that little Gearbox logo at the bottom right of that uh, of the yeah, fucking cog of the box. They sure do, but I mean the ones that put the the code into it was Counterplay. So yeah, that one bombed. Anyway, uh, I, back to Aliens. Um, I'm excited about this game. It looks fucking fun. We haven't had a good Alien game in, in a minute. So, you know, this this could be uh, a game changer. And it drops in 2021, right? Yeah, there's no there's no concrete street date. So, but yeah. they did say later on 2021. Even in the video, they wouldn't give a, a, a hard date. They're just like, oh, this comes out some summer 2021 which could be august Take your time. Yeah, i can i gotta wait for more content to come out because you know we, we've been roping dope about games before in the past so even though they gave us a five minute teaser that could be like the developer shit like probably after that the, the game might get shitty yeah <laughs> skeptical negro i love it yeah <laughs> now um, you have to be skeptical you know what i mean yeah, you do <laughs> sometimes they they blow smoke up the uh the fucking asses of these quote-unquote journalists in gaming too you know what i mean yeah they, they, see... they take out shit too like for example like the spider-man like when they did the first demo of that they they removed a lot of the texture from it like you know some of the art not some of the artwork but some of the the, the resolutions kind of died down a little bit more as well so uh, well i think one of the worst ones in recent memory was you know cyberpunk 2077 where they they gave them their review copies were only for the pc version you know, and yep. so everybody that came out with the, the initial reviews were like, oh, this game is great. You know, it's, you know, it had high scores for the most part. And then, but the console versions were, were trash. I mean, I, I played it on the PS5 for the longest time. I'm still, I still have the game. It's, it's fucking sitting right here, but I'm still waiting for the, the patches to come out here. This is the, I still have it. All right. I'm still waiting for the fucking the patch to come out that fixes everything because there's some serious like the 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 premise of the game and the gameplay is actually pretty good but the the bugs in the game were so fucking terrible and people just kind of ignored it like I know people to this day that are playing on like the PS4 and like oh the game's good I'm like 
It's literally fucking impossible. Literally fucking impossible that you're playing this game on a PS4, even a PS4 Pro, which I have too, um, that the game is any sort of good. You, you're just um, playing lip service to this, you know, the game that... You're playing lip service to the idea of the game. And yes, the idea of the game is fucking awesome. But you're ignoring a mountain's worth of bullshit that comes along with the game. Like... Well, I'm playing on my PS5, and I, I, you know, I had crashes. I had so many fucking bugs with this game. I had, you know, very short draw-in textures and shit like that. It's like these are things that you had to deal with on like a like if you had a PC that couldn't really support the game that you're playing. You know what I mean? Like you had a sh really shitty spec PC, and, and you were trying to play a game. But listen, if I'm playing on a next-gen console, like there should be no excuse for that. And nope. Um, it still had, you know, multiple issues. And for people to just, like, totally ignore that and be like, oh, yeah, it's good. No, it's, it's fucking not. It's, it's like, say, it's like if you had a fucking car, but you couldn't turn left. And you're like, oh, the car is great, because I can go right. It's like, what the fuck? Like, but you can't go left. So, this is not a, this is not a problem for you? You never go left? You just make fucking three rights, I guess? This NASCAR? Yeah. <laughs> to me, to me, the thing that I'll, I'll never fucking get over with that game, and I still haven't played it yet, but holy shit. I've never, in my, I mean, you guys correct me if you guys know the history, but I don't know of any AAA games that dropped that got immediately removed from like all the digital stores for, with like PlayStation. Uh, Does that well, happen? Yeah, but that's with PlayStation. We got to put that in context. Uh, so the yeah, whole because that happened with Anthem. No, it didn't get removed. Wait, from anything. no, no, Anthem was still on the PlayStation Store. Yeah, it was, it and it still is. No, they didn't. Um, I was gonna say, um, God, what's the name of that one game that sucked? Uh, shit. The one where you travel to different little planets and. No Man's Sky. Lived up. Yeah, No, no Man's Sky. Sky? Yeah. That was still on sale. Yeah, no, it, yeah, yeah, that wasn't. I, I, thought it was, I, I think it was pulled from um, from Steam, but I think it was put back up there. Well, you gotta put things oh, in context. refunds. Ah, goddammit, let me fucking finish. Gotta put things in context. Yeah. This whole digital fucking thing is like, it's less than 10 years old. So, in proper context, it's, you know, it's, it's going to happen at some point. But yeah, um, nothing, like, as far as I know, no games have really been pulled from the PlayStation Store. But also, in, in context, the whole PlayStation Store is maybe 10 years old. <laughs> like, seriously. They had, they had it for, they probably introduced it for PS3, I believe. Yeah, right? that was 2010. I remember they had it for the PSP. Yeah, but it, I mean, it wasn't. First of all, you know, it wasn't all games, and you know, they had different criteria. So now it, it's the same problem with like the uh, the Nintendo. Remember the Nintendo Seal of Quality or whatever. For mm -hmm. like the then back in the you know the regular yeah, NES. NES days, the Seal of Quality meant that I mean the shit that you were getting was legit, like because yeah. they had they had a before the NES when you went to like Atari, you would have games like. Uh, like ET, e yeah, exactly. <laughs> were like really fucking shitty games because there was no like really quality. There was no QA for these games, so we just put them out. And so then we started getting QA, and then we had you know, Nintendo had the quality thing. But now the you don't see that Nintendo quality seal anymore. You know, like it's it's been eroded. But uh, yeah, I mean we're hitting the same issues now. We're having, we're getting like this whole new you know way to 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 get games. And sometimes you're gonna get a shitty game, and because yeah. of this, because because there's literally there's no qu 
quality assurance for any of these games. And I think that uh, there needs to be at least a, a bare minimum of what they're going to accept for games. And I think that Sony did the right thing by removing this game from their store. Because, like, hey, listen, this game is fucked up. Like, it's not finished. Well, I, and here's the thing that's confusing to me. I thought that when a game got went gold, some level of quality had been met. Am I tripping on that? No, the quality has been met only from the coders that coded the fucking game. That's it. That's all it means. Mm. It, yeah, it, 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 it gold means, means that it just sold well. No, gold means no. that it, it means that um, this is the final version that they are going to code that's ready for consumers. That's all that it means from the people that are making the game. It, it it also means that they could still pat this is why we still get day one patches so people don't really have a fundamental understanding of like how the gaming software works it's just like hey listen this is the game that we're comfortable with making uh, and this is the game that's going to be printed um as like the gold copy for the digital and the physical copies you're going to get this base version of the game that's going to go out that we found as acceptable after that gold copy is made they can still find bugs because you should still be testing your sure. game constantly after the fucking game goes gold so that's when you get the day one patches is that when they see oh shit like we're still seeing these issues in the game so we're going to do a day one patch to fix these issues after the game went gold the problem that i have with yeah. the gaming community is that after a game goes gold especially with digital this is why i can't i this is why digital games even fucking well just mainly, it's mainly digital games all right is that when you a game goes gold you have the master copy um it goes up on all these digital places and then you see that there's things that need a day one patch. All right, you see obvious issues. But what happens is, is that instead of instead of updating the fucking gold copy of the game, they'll give you some fucking ridiculous gigabyte patch, gigabytes <laughs> patch for games. It's like, why don't you just fucking update the original gold copy of the game that I downloaded? You know what I mean? It's like, what? Why isn't this this? This is fucking 2021, and we're still getting day one patches for for games that should be stable. You know, it, yeah. and I understand that, yeah, it takes a long time to, to do these fucking games. They're so complicated. They're complex. I fucking get that. Update your fucking original file. That's not hard to do. I'm... I'm with I'm I'm with that. That seems reason seems reasonable. I mean, I don't unless there's some technical reason why they there's none what, for a, whatever reason. I'm a data storage I guy. I, I, I will tell you. There is no reason why this doesn't happen. None. Okay. The reason I can think of it's rolling back because the patch is out there breaking fucking consoles. But there's literally games out there that are breaking consoles, that, that brick shit. You know yeah. what I mean? Well, and, and, but I'll just go back to I'll just go back to this, though. Again, I don't know. You can look up the history, but you can say it's been around for 10, 11 years, whatever it is. That's still a, a good amount of time. It's three generations now. I don't know a whole lot of AAA games that are removed, again, within a few weeks of launch from the PlayStation Store. That didn't happen. Like, that, that, that tells me a lot about how bad this was. You know what I mean? Like, I can't downplay that. I can't dismiss it. That's significant. That does not happen. For it didn't happen for Fallout 76. It had bugs or Anthem or... Uh, Avenger, there's been plenty of buggy ass games that have dropped. I yeah. haven't seen this. No, yeah, I mean it, it's true, but also there's been usually this is the problem. This is why I go back to the, the quality testing thing, is that there's been a lot of like AAA games that have been totally canceled 
because of this. And so I think that um, the game, the game console manufacturers have traditionally leaned upon the game makers to pull their games if they know that it's fucking broken. Mm. CD Projekt Red didn't do that, and that's a no, huge they problem. Did not. That's a huge problem. There, there's been a shitload of games that have been um, that have gone gold and have been like canceled after they went gold because like, oh, this shit doesn't work. We'll just cancel it. And uh, they didn't do that. They, they felt the pressure to put it to to put out a game that they didn't need to put out at that time. Um, like I said, even when it got pushed back the first couple times, it got pushed back like fucking four times. Like, listen, I don't give a fuck if I don't play it until you know later on this year. You know, um, as long as you make a game that's good. But they, they hurt their brand. They hurt, they shot their, themselves in the foot. Yeah. Nobody's really right now talking about this game, and, and a lot of consumers, a lot of gamers, aren't going to even trust right off the gate. The PS5 or uh, new Xbox version. Like the, people are going to be very cautious to dip their toe back in on this fucking title, and they don't have a giant player count enjoying it and streaming it and loving it right now. Like <laughs> it, it hasn't been the greatest. You know what has it been? Two, three months now for this game. It was huge. More than that. It came, it came out, it came out, three came out November. It's been, like, it's been five months. Didn't it come out November last year? Was it November or December? No, December. Was it December? Okay, right. well, it's been what four months then. So you mean, yeah, you know, yeah. so um, yeah, yeah still. it's not 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 a good look, you know. No, it's, it's real bad. But it's also uh, the, the thing is this is the problem with the fucking game though, is that the bones of the game. It's like the the idea of the game is fucking dope, like it's really good. But it's like yeah, it's like having a hot chick with herpes. You know, it's like, God damn it. I want to fuck you so bad, but I can't. Uh, okay, <laughs> yeah. uh, or, or I shouldn't. <laughs> yeah, speaking of which, there's been, uh, there's been some reports that CD Projekt Red, after updates, have been breaking consoles. Uh, this is uh, about a month ago, so I heard there's been new patches to try to fix this, but... There's still some issues with the game. I mean, I haven't booted it up because I heard it was breaking uh, Xboxes. So I'm just like, oh, I'm going to wait until they fix it because uh, it kept messing up my game syncs. So it would like mess up my uh, cloud saves with every game that I had. And I was just like, are you serious right now? So I like stopped playing the game until they figure out their shit out. Let me, uh, bad, let me just to be just to be fair. Sony bricked my console by an update you know, like years ago. You guys remember that shit, right? Yeah. This, is, this is why I didn't play The Last of Us like for, for, fucking forever. It wasn't The Last of Us problem, but The Last of Us came out and I was playing uh, on my PS3 at the time and a new update came out from Sony and after I updated my console, it bricked and I could not yep. play my console and I was like, what the fuck? It, it wouldn't work at all. And then I ended up sending my console to Sony and they just erased my console. They erased everything on there. So what the problem was is that the uh, I had a half a terabyte uh, hard drive in there and mm -hmm. their code they updated it with didn't support uh, third party hard drives. But, but they didn't know that. They had like a cap. They basically capped it to like the the stock versions of the sizes for the hard drives yeah so if i had half a terabyte I was just like no we don't we don't recognize this hard drive fuck that and sony said that you know if you, if you send it to us we can fix it and they sent it back and like i was without console for like about a month 
and they sent it back, yep. and it was just like, oh, well, everything's gone. I was like, I could have done that myself, you fucking stupid ass. I could have erased <laughs> this and played, you know, and got my shit back. I was fucking very angry with Sony at the time. But yeah, it, it happened. so. Yeah. Well, since then, I always, whenever I see an update, I'm like, I'm going to wait about a week and see what happens. Uh, yeah, Make I, sure to check Twitter and stuff. I Google, like, the name of the update and then, like, issues <laughs> before I update. <laughs> like with, the, with the PS5, I think it asks you if you want to have it automatically update, like, without you knowing or something like that. I was like, hell no. You, I better get some kind of notification. Yeah, I did that a couple times, and I, <laughs> I stopped because I was like, I remember what happened on my fucking PS3. So. Yeah. <laughs> Life lessons uh, learned. There was some uh, interesting news. It, it's still like not completely, completely confirmed, but um, it was out there as like uh, Naughty Dog is looking for some developers, software developers, I believe is the story, for um, fra- uh, factions for The Last of Us 2, some multiplayer uh, modes and wanting to make this uh, a game with legs, so to speak. So the fuck? It, it does look like at some point that PS5 version. That's a, a bit PS5 late. With multiplayer. That's a bit late. <laughs> <laughs> what uh, the yeah. fuck? I mean, it's it's it, that's, a year. huh? It'll be a year in June. Yeah, so that, that's fucking way late. Like nobody's fucking. I mean, if you're looking for developers now to develop a fucking multiplayer game on Last of Us Two. That shit ain't coming out until next year. Just make another fucking yep. game. <laughs> like, seriously. Yeah. It, like, minimum yeah. next year. I I agree that it's not going to come out anytime soon. Uh, but, I'm, but I'm also still happy that it sounds like we're going to get a PS5 version that has some multiplayer. Multiplayer was something that, like, for The Last of Us, the first one, uh, Factions was just dope. I, I'm hoping that this is, this is fun. Whenever it, it fucking drops, I'll be patient. Well, I mean, just just make a new game. Like that's, don't pussyfoot around it and you know, oh, we're just gonna tr- try to take the old code and fucking blah blah. No, just make a new fucking game. Like, it, yeah, it's, it's gonna be a whole new mode. I mean, it's kind of like um, obviously not on the same timeline, but kind of like how the uh, the Legends mode for Ghost of Tsushima was totally separate. You know. Yeah, but the, no, the Ghost of Tsushima Legends that that was planned upon from the get go. We all know this now. You can't yeah. have, like, just make a whole new game. I think that's yeah. that's way more reasonable. Are you, wait, you're talking about, like, a, a a standalone multiplayer game? Or are you talking yes. about, like, a sequel to The Last of uh, Us either, either a standalone multiplayer game or a oh. new game with multiplayer. Like, I, I don't understand why the fuck they're trying to take resurrect this. Because it goes back to, like, old code. Like seriously, you're gonna. It's a game that was written for the for the PS4, and you're gonna develop this game now. That's gonna be obviously on the PS5, but it's gonna have this old shitty PS4 code, and it's not shitty, but it's just like you know, it's it's not. They just need to make a new PS5 fucking game. Party. Yeah, like, what, have you guys played like PS5 or PS4 games on the PS5? Yeah. I mean, they're just Borderlands. They're, yeah, they're they're okay, but they're not they're not fucking PS5 games. <laughs> I mean, I, I I get that. It's just that The Last of Us Two had like zero multiplayer, so. But it also you had. Know a, what I mean, like. But it also had load screens. Yeah, I mean. And it also sure. didn't look. It also didn't look that great, like as far as the PS5 goes. I mean, it looked good for the PS4. Yeah, like really, I, I, like really good for the PS4. I mean. 
just like for ghosts, I think that they're going to do a up uh, uh, an uh, updated PS5 version for you to play the the game. You know, even though it's a PS4 game with prettier See, graphics, right? Didn't yeah, they do that for mm, God of War? Yeah. So you have a PS5, but you ain't bought the PS5 life yet. Uh, <laughs> they, oh no, they didn't. They didn't do those. They didn't do an update for God of War and Ghost of Tsushima. Have you played them? No, but oh, hold on. I'm saying, did they? Didn't they do that? I heard that they did that. They did, but have you played them? I haven't played them yet. Okay. I'm just saying that they did that. They That's have all. They have load screens. <laughs> like, okay, but they look better, right? Yeah, like, yes, but they have load screens. Okay. And, and people, okay, people, maybe they're like, "What, Cronus? Why are you saying they have load screens, motherfucker? They have load screens." All right. <laughs> look, when when you play fucking Miles Morales Spider Man on the PS5, and you when you're from, I'm gonna I press. Uh, load the game to I'm literally Miles Morales. It's 14 fucking seconds. Or less. 14 seconds. Alright? So when I go back to like a PS4 game on my PS5 and I see all these fucking bullshit load screens, I'm just like, why am I why am I wasting time? Don't get me wrong. My old life, my old surf life, I would like do I pop yeah. my phone out and do some other shit while, while load screens are loading. I'm not about that life anymore, all right? I bought a fucking PS5, and I'm not used to load screens, and I'm not used to, like, dealing with these other sort of, like, old-school console issues that this okay, console should not have. What I'm what I'm saying, though, is a free update is still a nice thing to have for a game that you like, right? I mean, It is a nice thing to have, but, I mean, if you're telling me that you're going to take some game that was developed on the PS4... And you're still running on the same PS4 code, and you got to put it on the PS5. Like you're gonna hit the same fucking issues, man. It's the same. Like you, you, you experience. It might look a little better. You're right, but I mean, God of War is an exception because that game literally had no load screens on the PS4, which is fucking amazing. All right, but pretty much any other game out there, the load screens are gonna be like. This is why I'm saying, Prodigy, you gotta play like, like real PS5 games on your PS5 and understand like the difference something that was developed for the PS5 okay I mean, a good example is playing uh Borderlands because Borderlands on the PS5 like there's a load screen when you first boot up the game yes. like, that shit's still fucking long yeah compared to the PS4 yep you got Claptrap dancing on the screen and even, even when you're going in between fucking planets there's still load screen I'm just like fucking why why are we have this thing when, when you when you play the perfect example on when you're playing Miles Morales Spider-Man. Remember the first Spider-Man game that you're playing and you, you fast traveled and they had the load screen for mm -hmm. the uh, the train. Like th there's none of that. It's it's fucking it's one and a half to two seconds when you fast travel on Miles Morales Spider-Man. All right, but if you want to have the load screen, you have to literally do an option to put the load screen in there. If not, it's a seamless experience. And I think that most people don't they don't really get that once you get used to like having that no load screen thing and like having the you know the the um you know six frames per second at 4k like true 4k and you know six frames per second it's a huge difference it's a huge difference okay okay i think i still think it's pretty cool that we'll be getting <laughs> some kind of updated version i mean it doesn't what? hopefully free 
like some I think of the what, other PS4 what games. Lots of us can do is they have to release content in between that's that want to keep the gamer playing because you know if after you beat a game and there's no new content, you're not gonna fucking play that game. Something new is gonna come out and you're gonna fucking forget about that shit. So oh, if they come out with a multiplayer, I guess that people still need to have that taste of Last of Us in their mouth, I guess. Well, no, I mean it depends on your business model, and this this is where you know Naughty Dog fucked up. I mean, like I they told they told me they told all of us there was gonna be a multiplayer. So I'm like, okay, I beat your game, I'm done. For me to like come back mm. to playing a game with like those mechanics years later years later is going to be uh, a little difficult you know it wasn't like uh you know playing a uh, rockstar game you know like a uh, gta 5 or red dead redemption 2 we all knew that they were developing the online portion of the game like from the get-go mm-hmm. and they they're constantly updating all that stuff but for naughty dog to be like oh yeah there's no online portion of the game like all right fine i'm done once i was done with the game i'm done like why am i gonna go back like unless i'm gonna platinum it which i'm not gonna platinum that game it's a great game but i'm not gonna platinum it um i'm not gonna i'm very unlikely to go back to play the online component unless they make an entirely new game and the reason why i say one of the other reasons why it's important to make an entirely new game for me is i need some fucking way to get back into the game you know what i mean um, they didn't. Use, I hope that game makers do this in the in the in the future. It's like the old the old people option because I understand that I'm fucking old at this point. But there's game. I have fucking own hundreds of games, hundreds of games. All right, and there's games that I'll I will stop playing for a long time that I want to come back to. But when I come back to them, like how the fuck does this game play again? You know. But there's no option for me to like. Can I get like a fucking refresher course on this motherfucker? You know what I mean? Like, can can we do that? But we're not gonna do that. Like nobody's ever nobody's done it yet. And hopefully they'll do that. But if you do a whole new game, then I can get a, a new intro. Like, hey, these are the basic mechanics on how you play this shit. But if, if they just put in the new the multiplayer component, they can fucking do that shit. They're just gonna fucking toss me in there again. So actually, Gears of War Five does this. So if you come back to the game and you haven't played in a while, they actually have something called the training ground. It's literally basic training all over again. And you can reacquaint yourself. They give you little objectives. You can run through the little training course. And it takes maybe like, depending on how well you do, anywhere from three to eight minutes. And then you can be back up in the thing. Back up in the game. Yeah. So I was like, oh, this is actually cool. Because it's right in the very, it's at the very beginning. You don't have to search for it. It's like you can do campaign versus um, training grounds, what they call it. And then there's like escape and some other stuff. And it's like, oh, I can go back and reacquaint myself. And they give you the full tutorial. There's like um, the little um, helping screen, the hint screens, and everything's there. And it, and they make it like a little a little fun. They tease you a little bit, so it, it works out. That's that's a great function for an Xbox game. I'm mean, for gaming in general, but that that would actually and that's a leg up on the PlayStation, as far as I'm concerned, because as far as I know, zero PlayStation games do that. Zero. Yeah, because I'm trying to go back to um, Death Stranding, and I don't remember anything about how that plays. <laughs> yeah. And I'm going to end up dying because there's no training mode. Like, there's nothing. I'm going to have to, like, go through, like, the little... Um, I'm going to have to go through the settings and look at how stuff works. I'm like, how does this shit yep. work again? So. Yep. Yeah, and, 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 definitely and, will. and when you're older, you're just like, you don't want to go back and do shit like that. You just, you, you just need to remember how to play, like, the, the basics. 
You know, yeah. I, I don't want to start a new fucking game to understand because that's like takes a fucking long. Just oh the yeah, fucking nope. basics. <laughs> yeah, like I, I wanted to go back and play um, uh, Zero Horizon Dawn because I stopped playing it for a bit. Horizon Zero Dawn. I saw, yeah, I always get that name fucked up. But uh, <laughs> yeah, I tried playing it again. I'm like, I don't remember any of these goddamn buds. Like, like the game where I loaded at, I'm buying the giant fucking uh, T Rex. Oh I'm Jesus like, Christ! <laughs> and I'm like, I can't remember how to take this goddamn thing down. I'm like, fuck it, I, I had to start this game all over again if I was if I was gonna play it again. Yeah. And and now some for some people that's fun, you know what I mean, to replay some older games, do a speed run or whatever, or try it with a different build or whatever like that. But yeah, it, it, it does get tedious when, you know, you don't feel like going that you don't feel like going back sometimes. I get yeah. that. But you I, I kinda feel I mean? like playing Arkham since it was uh, one of the free PlayStation Ooh. Plus collection games on the PS five. Arkham is fun. But I'm I, waiting on this Gotham Knights though. Yes, they've been really quiet about that because um, mm -hmm. I thought, and I could have been way off. It could have just been uh, wishful thinking, but I thought it was a possible 2021 game. But now that we're oh, in March, yeah, it's no. a 2021 game. They just didn't say when in 2021. No, I mean, yeah, I just have 2021. Yeah, honestly, if it doesn't come out this year, it's, it's fine. There, this is the weird thing about gaming right now is that there's so many fucking games that are coming out. And, you know, COVID happened last year, still through this year. I, I give plenty of these gaming companies leeway on, like, when games are coming out. Uh, so, yeah, if, if you need to, like, push your games back, fucking push your games back. There's so many fucking games that are still in development, that are still coming out. Like, you're, whatever game that you're going to make, um, if you don't think it's, like, the way you want it to have it, then, you know, nobody is going to, well, no rational person is going to berate you for pushing a game back to get a you know a decent game out of it because i mean don't yeah. be don't be fucking cyberpunk you know <laughs> don't be fucking cyberpunk wait there you go um gotham knight's gonna be an rpg they were, an they're, they, RPG game? They, they actually showed some screenshots with some rpg elements i think i even saw some skill trees if i'm not mistaken hmm you know it's gonna be interesting yeah, but it, it it looks like you could play it with two people in the Bat family at at once on the same screen co-op as yeah. well. Oh, it's really prodigy. I thought that shit died a long time ago. It should never come back. <laughs> uh, I've, I've I've always been in favor of being on the same screen that for co-op. I just didn't like no, the split the screen. Fuck this, you this wasn't a split screen situation. This is a a co-op on the same screen. What's the difference? But wait. I think... A splitting of a screen? <laughs> what? What? I think he's With wording he's plan... wording it incorrectly. It's you're playing two people cooperatively in the same world, yeah. not on the same screen. Or the same you're, console. The way you the way you word same screen implies split screen, which is not the case. You're playing you're playing online co-op mode. So yeah, basically, I'm you're not... playing you're playing the Arkham games with two people. Yeah, basically. And so come on. It, what I'm trying to say is, it's not a split screen game. Yeah, but you just worded it poorly. Yeah, that's all. Uh, Speaking of, wait, oh, go ahead. You're gonna get, you're gonna get into the big Bethesda news. Is that where you're headed? No, no. I was gonna skip into some other stuff that um, we kind of touched on about. Um, Stitch isn't here to kind of touch on this, but uh, we had some uh, some tea spilling. Mm -mm. Over the weekend, uh, I mean, so we're Wait, Americans. The artists? 
<laughs> Are you talking about the weekend, the the, the rap or the singer? I said no, tea spilling. Never mind. Oh, no, no, it's it's over the, yeah, over the weekend. I get it. I, yeah. Okay, that sounds like a porn oh, thing, but <laughs> I don't know if I'd want to watch that. But um, yeah. Apparently, there was this whole monarchy uh, revelations that happened in over the week. I think last Friday or, or Thursday or Friday from last week, and. Uh, on the podcast, we're Americans, so we don't have ties to Mark Hold on, Ian. just on the podcast. Off the podcast, though, we're definitely British. <laughs> <laughs> Bloody hell, mate. You're gone. Uh, wanker. Uh, <laughs> so there is uh, Oprah. She interviewed uh, Prince William? Prince Harry? Harry. One, one of them. Yeah, it was Prince Harry. I can't keep track. So Prince Harry and his wife, uh, Meghan Markle, they were talking about the treatment of the royal family and their marriage and their child and Meghan Markle revealed to some effect that the someone in or actually it was Prince uh Harry is the one who voiced that um someone in the family had concerns about the color of their baby skin while he was still in the womb and how the treatment of the royal family towards Meghan Markle has made her feel uncomfortable at one point, perhaps even suicidal. So now this has made super like revelations throughout the uh, the world, uh, especially through the UK, about these you know older white people being racist. Apparently, a lot of people can't fathom that old white people that have lived for almost a century are racist. And uh, how they made a biracial woman feel out of place. I can't. Yeah, there was, I'm missing something. Well, there, was there, just... was one other, there was one other thing, real quick. There was one other aspect of it that I think is worth noting, just as a setup. She also mentioned that uh, things that were supposed to happen in terms of like security detail just literally weren't provided for that family. Um, so that that was kind of a big deal in terms of, you know, anybody who's in the royal family uh, is supposed to have kind of like just like how almost any celebrity would, um, you know, a security detail and that just wasn't given to them. Nor I, and I think there was even mention of yeah. no official title for the yeah, baby, but uh, that's yeah, not it, as, yes. as, as big of a deal as like. What do you mean no security? That's weird. But go ahead. Well, uh, the, I, don't, I mean maybe what, the title. Maybe the, the title is a big deal. But be, before we did like it, dig into the weeds of this, I'm gonna give just a fucking blanket statement, okay? Meghan Markle is the fucking lightest of light-skinned fucking women on the fucking planet. Like <laughs> holy shit! If your concerns of her having a baby that's dark at all is so fucking utterly ridiculous to me, like I'm light-skinned, she makes me look dark. All right. And I'm mostly light-skinned because I live. I'm in the fucking infinity base all fucking day. But uh, yeah, she's fucking light-skinned, all right. And she's you know she's mixed. I'm mixed, not as mixed as she is. But um, I don't understand like their whole thing of how dark could the baby be? Like what the? Look at her. Look at this beautiful woman. And you're concerned about is how? Oh my god. All right. I'm like fucking. Can I? Can I get? Can I get into it now? Like a Same little bit. Time. All right. This traditionally incest 
fucking monarchy is complaining about the fact that this beautiful woman is bringing in her DNA into your fucking family that is going to basically guarantee not another fucking hemophiliac or a fucking damn near cyclops because you kept, you kept fucking the same members of your family. Like, what the fuck is wrong with you people? And I'm saying you people in the most disrespectful, uh, you know, meaning as possible because you are those people to me. You're fucking ridiculous, racist-ass people that um, are living your life based upon the wealth of stolen land, fucking stolen uh, artifacts, mm -hmm. property, fucking slavery... You know, there's all these other things that this country has done and that family has done that we're just supposed to fucking gloss over because, oh, they're fucking, fuck the fucking monarchy. I don't give a shit about the monarchy. I don't, I, what I find particularly disrespectful to Americans is how our media ch tries to make us give a fuck about the British monarchy. I don't give a fuck about the monarchy. All right, we beat them. You know, back in the 1700s, we kicked our asses back to fucking England. All right, which is where I can stay. I have a lot of English friends, which that I'm very cool with. But your monarchy is fucking ridiculous. You have a fucking queen that doesn't do shit. What does she do? Like no. seriously. Let, let let me add let me add on one other aspect because I think that this gets left out. So we all know who Jeffrey Epstein was. Mm -hmm. The Queen Elizabeth's son, Prince Andrew, has had very, very long, decades-long ties with Epstein and that crew. So I'm going to tell you this flat out. If you got ties with Epstein for decades and decades, I don't care if you're Clinton, I don't care if you're Trump, I don't care who the fuck you are, either you saw or you participated with some of Epstein's nasty-ass shit. That's a much bigger fucking deal than the prince marrying an American uh, redbone girl. You know what I mean? Like, who, who, who gives a single shit? You got someone who seems to get fucking a, a pass for legitimate accusations of you being down with that Epstein underage girl shit. What the fuck? Yeah. I, it, like, that's the priority. Yeah, I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't fucking... I don't understand why the fuck why the monarchy in Britain even fucking exists. Like, so you're in a fucking... They stay in a castle, a literal fucking castle, y'all. In 2021, they sit in a castle full of stolen shit. And we're supposed to respect... Get the fuck out of here. No, fuck them. Yeah. When the queen dies, I... the monarchy should no longer exist in Britain. It serves literally no fucking purpose at all. I, I, will, I will say this. Not a British citizen, obviously. I don't. I don't honestly care whether they have a monarchy or not over there. They're they're not the only country in the fucking world that has, quote unquote, royals or whatever. Um, it, it's not my fucking problem. I don't. I don't. I don't give a shit in, in terms of what they do or decide. Supposedly, it's still a popular institution for whatever reason over there. Fine, but you know when, when you, you got basically. Uh, a girl from California, black girl from California, who married in, and y'all don't even want to give her and her family and your grandson, like, 
the proper appropriate security to protect their family you know i'm just like wow so uh, that's almost as bad as putting a hit out on somebody if you're a world famous figure and you know <laughs> you're talking about not having any security at all like in terms of actual security details supposedly uh i saw this on, uh, online uh, hopefully it's true uh what's his name uh the um tyler perry gave her gave them security while they're in california <laughs> like what the fuck uh, yeah i heard that one too yeah. like, no idea like really you got all this fucking money and all this you know all this uh security detail you got a fucking basically a whole fucking army you can't give your grandson and his family security like you cheap racist bastards what in the fuck is wrong with you yeah uh, <laughs> i still think god uh, wait sorry i just just want it's in there it's a little fun fact so uh uh, Megan Markle, her grandfather used to work as a bellhop at a, a hotel, at a hotel of St. Regis, as a, yeah, as a bellhop for a white-only hotel. Talk about, like, going from, like, not rags and riches, but, like, you know, having somebody who had to work for, for white folks to being, like, uh, the Princess of Wales or whatever she is. She's a duchess, I believe. I yeah, duchess. One of them things. Uh, I still think uh, the title... Like I just mentioned, is still important because you are you have Prince, you know this and Prince that, and then you have Archie. And like he does, he's not even recognized as a, a successor to the throne, like a potential king. Yeah, honestly, I mean, I though. Uh, yeah, yeah. This, I mean, mm, okay. I think that's kind of. I think it's super disrespectful. No, you're right. It, it is. It it's definitely disrespectful, but also. Like it doesn't mean like the, the title doesn't really mean anything. Like if it doesn't. if he became the king of England, what is he the what is what are what are his roles? Like he gets to pull his sword out of stone. Yeah, it, it doesn't. It doesn't mean this is why the, that whole thing as an outsider, like as an American, it, it seems ridiculous to me that that you even still have those titles. You, you still got the queen knighting people like what do you are they fucking really knights are they gonna do sword battles are they in fucking armor are they trained people no these are all just like it's, it's actors and... yeah it's like going to fucking <laughs> yeah. it, it, it's like literally going to a cosplay fucking event and yeah, somebody knighting like time. it doesn't mean fucking anything it doesn't mean what do you get yeah. from being knighted I, I i totally get that it it is trivial no no doubt about it for me though I, I got to go back to, okay, if it doesn't matter or it's, or it's trivial for Megan, which I get, then it should be trivial for all of them. Like, he has an older brother. They didn't do this bullshit with him. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah, like, no, yeah, the, I, I agree. His, his brother his brother got married and had a kid and all that. Like, they didn't do this bullshit, like, no security, but no title. No, yeah, they followed the same fucking traditions that they always have for... I don't know, hundreds of years, thousands of years, whatever the fuck it is. Yeah, yeah, it's 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 incredibly vindictive and just like really petty of them. And then to be like, oh no, we're not racist. Like really? Oh man, Clay the bartender coming up hard, saying that uh, basically Archie's going to be the UK Killmonger. Yeah. Yeah. Oh man. What's up, Monty? Yeah. I almost spit out my fucking drink. Holy yeah. shit. Uh, <laughs> Shows up with all the fucking scars. Yeah. <laughs> Showing up to his cousin's like, I want you. 
We gonna battle. Is this your king? Fuck <laughs> motherfuckers with the glove and shit. Like, <laughs> oh, waterfall shit. battle. Oh, oh shit. that was great. Well, let's. Uh, oh, yeah. So look, let's just talk about. So you you guys heard about the whole like Piers Morgan thing? Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. Set it up though. Set it Holy up. fucking That's shit. Right. So I had to do like some research on this shit. So Piers Morgan has been shitting on Meghan Markle for a while now, and after like. You know, she said her thing on, on, on Oprah. He just kept shitting on her, shitting on her, shitting on her about how he didn't believe anything that she, that she said. At first, his initial thoughts were, you know, that he didn't even believe, like, her, you know, that she was even suicidal. He had to backtrack on that, um, which I'm like, okay, you backtracked, I guess. But then, like, I was watching videos from him a, him a long time ago of him talking about how he went to have drinks with Meghan Markle, like, years ago. And they were out drinking for like two hours and he put her in a cab to go to another party and the party she, this is where she ended up meeting uh the prince and so he's just some cunty ass dude that can't like accept that first of all look at pierce morgan and then look at megan markle all right look at me and look at megan markle if i fucking landed a chick like megan markle first of all i wouldn't all right, <laughs> like, I, I I stay in my fucking lane, you know, but it, like th he's just some fucking cunty ass dude that can't accept that he got rejected by a hot chick. And but it's like, look mm -hmm. at you, like motherfucker, you got jowls, you got <laughs> jowls. All right, like she can be on the cover of a fucking swimsuit, fucking. Uh, magazine, you know, but you, what are you bringing to the table besides money? And you know, she doesn't need that shit. Um, now, it, she she had a successful acting career. She was on Suits, which was a long-running show on USA. I didn't watch it, but you know that supposedly most people know her from that. Yeah, yeah but seven, yeah, seven years. But he's just I didn't some, know she was on Suits. He's just some dumbass. So she was getting married. He's the guy that got fired from CNN. For his hot takes on gun laws. How the fuck do you get fired from CNN for your hot takes on gun laws? Like, seriously. Someday he's going to wake up to realize... He's going to look in the mirror and be like, Oh, shit. I'm the cunt. That's yeah. me. <laughs> I'm the cunt. That's you, Pierce Morgan. You're the cunt. I'd also heard he he's, he's he has a pattern with this bullshit. Like, Lady Gaga, um, who I like a lot, you know. Uh, she's weird. I get it. But... She had come out, you know, talking to her fans or something like that, or just being very vocal about, hey, you know, I was a victim of sexual assault. It was really a tough thing for me to get over. Uh, you know, I still have, you know, some some trauma associated with that. And this douchey fucking asshole comes off the top ropes talking about, you know, she doesn't deserve to be, feel any trauma. I was like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Like, uh... if someone's telling you that they've been, you know, violated and, and it's it's tough for them, you know, the, the appropriate response from any decent human being is, hey, I'm fucking sorry. You know what I mean? Like, the fuck? It just... Yeah. He, he's, he goes out of his way to be cool, uh, it seems like, for no apparent reason. Uh, it seems like especially to female celebrities. But go ahead. Well, I, mean, I think it's because uh, he's bitter that Meghan Markle didn't fuck him. You know? It's just like... Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, that's... So, honestly... I so, just joking. Yeah, so someone showed a, a video. I watched this video. It's like an, it's an interview with Piers Morgan in a um, in, it's like in a pub, and apparently they're friends, 
for a while because he's glowing about her. He tells he's telling the interview interviewer that hey, you know, me and her were really cool. We're really, you know, um, I give her like a little bit of you like I basically give her tongue in cheek jokes, but you know, we're really cool because this is before the wedding. This is before the royal wedding, and the interviewer asks him, hey, are you going? Do you think you're going to be invited to the wedding? He's all, I'm pretty sure I'm going to be invited, and he keeps bringing it up. He's all, I better be invited. I'm pretty sure I'm going to be invited, and apparently he did not get invited. Yeah. And people were saying that this might have been what started his ritual into Meghan Markle is that he didn't get invited this... to the wedding because the wedding in Britain, because we're not, we're not, we're Americans, so we we didn't care. But that was a big thing over there. It was a huge I, event. I mean, it, it it crossed over, you know. Yeah, because Meghan's American. It was on TV here. Let's just did, say that. Did you watch it? I didn't watch I watched it. The, I watched a little bit of it. It was, it was fucking everywhere. You know, here's the thing. I saw pictures. I was, yeah, I was, happy, <laughs> I was happy. I was happy for her. I mean, I, th- I think we talked about it on the cast two or three years ago. I was like, hey, good luck to her. Good luck yeah. to him. You I know? get that. I get that. But it wasn't a priority for me to watch. I wasn't happy for her because over there it was huge. It was a huge. It was like an event. It was a huge event. And Pierce Morgan didn't get to go because he wasn't invited. And yeah. they're saying that this major Boo-boo. event. Might have ticked him off and why he started sh- shitting all over Megan Markle. Pierce Morgan Mar- uh, is, uh, he's the worst example of being friend zone. That's basically what's going down. He's like, fucking friend zone. And he's, he's been butthurt ever since. He's all, I took her to fucking lobs- to, to Red Lobster and I didn't get no pussy. It's not even. I was taking a sip of tip of my. I was taking a sip of my tea blue. It's not. (laughs) It's not even friend zone. It's even more ridiculous than that. It sounds like they were even. They were never friends. They just happened to have drinks once, and she was like, (laughs) "Oh, I found some, uh, some manly dick that didn't have jowls, and I'm gonna go fuck that dude and not you." So it's not. Yeah, I don't think it's even. I don't think they were ever really even friends. But listen, I have a few exes. Like, I don't give a shit what they're... Fuck everybody, anybody that you want. Why would I give a fuck? I'm not going to sit there and uh, and get mad about who you're fucking. You know, it's like... I don't give, I, yeah, I don't give a shit. There's only one ex that I actually have disparaging thoughts about, but it, it's not like I'm, it's not on that level. Like, I'm not going to sit on there on national TV and, uh, and spit, like, vitriol about my personal feelings about something that might have been... It's like literally, it's like a he's like a Gautier song, like somebody that you used to know. Yeah, you know, <laughs> like seriously, you never knew, you never knew her. You you yeah. wish you did, but you didn't. So like, where where are these thoughts coming from, man? Like, god damn, stay in your fucking lane, Pierce Morgan. You got jowls. <laughs> we we all know what big dick energy is. Yeah. This is tiny dick energy. Yeah, it really yeah. is. Oh, for sure. So, did you? Did anybody get to watch the actual scene that went down with Pierce Morgan? Yeah, I did. Go ahead. Because yeah, because he's on. It's a four-panel. Um, it's Good oh, Morning Britain, God. just like we have Good Morning America. And one of the guys on the cast, he starts bringing up uh, to Pierce Morgan to his face all the past stuff that he's done and how he's being mean to he how he's been mean to Meghan Markle and he's basically just starting he says like maybe two or three sentences and Pierce Morgan's like nope I'm not having this I'm leaving he gets up walks right the fuck out <laughs> like an hour or two later it's reported that he is no longer with the show I'm like are you serious like this dude couldn't take what they brought up the shit that he used to say very, very recently, because he said he didn't believe 
the things that Meghan Markle was saying about how she uh, felt, how the royal family made her feel, he, yeah, he didn't believe her. No, well, you can test that a little bit because I think he just watched like the the end part of that. But the lead up to that was they had actually had they had a conversation that was that was way longer than him just like oh, oh yeah I watched I watched that later but yes oh, yeah. I, I just cut to the meat but yeah there was a conversation but a lot of that stuff was him saying I don't believe her he said it a few times like are we supposed to believe everything that Meghan Markle says but I, you know I think that if if anybody so go and watch so it was a weatherman that was actually confronting uh, Piers Morgan. The fucking mm. weatherman. All right. <laughs> and the the look on the... Like, so go and watch the video of, like, the weatherman talking to Piers Morgan. And then see the way that the weatherman is speaking to Piers Morgan. And then Piers Morgan talks back to him. And then I look at the facial expressions of the weatherman. And he's just like, this fucking white dude, again, <laughs> is just trying to, like, shut me down. And just like not listen to anything I have to say, and then what happens at the end of the interview? Piers Morgan rage quits because he can't he can't come to terms with the fact that he might be wrong about what he said. All right, mm -hmm. and the fact that he doesn't realize that he's just a cunty dude that didn't get what he wanted from a hot chick, and it's mm. just like, dude, you need like it, it bothers me when like old men are like this. It's like you should be sort of wiser in your ways. To understand when you're wrong like we've all you know maybe in like our 20s and like early 30s uh you know we might have been unreasonable like i, I definitely wasn't reasonable in, in those times especially in my 20s i definitely was very unreasonable with shit especially my opinions but now it's just like hey if if, if i get an inkling of like hey maybe i'm wrong like i'll pick up on that and i'll, I'll do some you know i'll do some internal introspection and like think about it but this dude is like, no, he's like, he's on that serious dude bro energy of like, no, I'm going to be right. I, I deserve to fuck that chick. Definitely. <laughs> Definitely not the fucking prince of England. Me, this guy with jowls, not the guy that was an Iraqi war vet. I'm sorry. Yeah. An Afghanistan war vet. That is also the prince of England. Like, no, no. Definitely fuck me. That has, that, that, that can't run a mile. <laughs> like, oh, like what the fuck? Yeah. Like, seriously. Like that's that's his small dick energy coming out. He's the weakest of fucking weak. I can't stand dudes like this. That when oh. they get shut down and they get angry about getting shut down by any woman, not even if they're fucking hot, just any woman at all, and they cannot fathom that they're not attractive enough or they don't have the qualities that a woman wants from them. It's like, listen, yeah. there's plenty of people out there that you're just not for. Accept it. Be a fucking man and move on. But he yep. doesn't want to do that. On national TV, he wants to throw a fucking fit about, I deserve to fuck that chick. Pretty much. No, no you yeah. don't. You don't. It, it's pathetic. And, and even even for the younger guys, and I'm just like, it's a good lesson to learn very early in your life that if you're an average dude, 95% of the women that you are attracted to probably aren't interested in fucking you now you'll look out you know a few of those times but it's going to be more misses than hits if you have a baseball percentage like a slugger baseball percentage yeah. and you're doing really well for yourself yeah. you know what i mean but when you strike out you just say hey you know it is what it is hope for the best or you know fuck you peace whatever whatever it is but like you leave it at fucking that man like you don't have to go any further and 
if she actually ends up on TV or doing some big guy thing and becomes some big time lawyer, brain surgeon or whatever, happy for you. You know what I mean? Good, you know? God damn. Anyway. Like, but I just I, I just hate it though that those motherfuckers like that or make um it makes it more difficult for other men to oh, sure. um to be in relationships because it's dudes like him are the reason why women have like their wall like especially later on in life they have their walls up at all times from mm-hmm. from other from dudes you know if they're you know heterosexual is that they're they're so hesitant to to deal with men is because they they met somebody like a Piers Morgan who is a total fucking asshole that will try to haunt them to the ends of the fucking earth on the fact that they didn't choose to fuck them because they they um have this weird thing in their mind where they belong to them you know, oh, just because Jesus. they happen to exist, and this, I'm not. This is not a speculation. I, I've known yeah. dudes like this, and even talking to you know, uh, my partner Kmac, she's been with dudes like this where they just assume that you know they're their property, and they're the be all end all. And if you don't um, do what they want, they will try to ruin your life. And this is what this weak ass fucking dude is trying to do. And you're not fooling me. You're a fucking... He's a fucking weak bitch. I hope he never works again. Like, seriously. I usually don't try to, like, go on, like, extremes like this. But I've seen weak-ass dudes like this. And he does not deserve a platform um, to be on at all. I hope he never gets work again. He's already wealthy. All right? You don't need to work again. So, stop. Especially when he tries to be on, like, I'm a left-leaning dude. You're not... You're just a... You're a piece of shit. You're a piece of shit. (laughs) I'll say this too, um, you know, she has, she and he, uh, both Megan and Harry, have a lot of heat for not only some some of the folks in that family, but the the larger British media, not just Pierce, but the larger British media seem to yeah. <laughs> uh, tag along and pile on on some of this shit too. Um, it seems like they're in a better place over. I guess they're I, maybe they're back in California. I don't know where the yep. fuck they are, but I think they're in the states, but I have no okay. idea where. Yeah, I mean, look. I, at the end of the day, and I, it, it wasn't something that I paid attention to at the time, of course. But nobody wants a repeat of that Diana shit. You know what I mean? Oh, like, yeah, no. like where you know she's in that Mercedes. What was it in Paris? And then uh, the paparazzi's chasing her, and they had that terrible accident. Nobody wants anything close to that. Harry lived. He was a young boy going to that funeral and whatnot. Um, so give people some sense of privacy. Uh, obviously, they need uh, security as well. Um, and, you know, just wish them good luck. It's not that fucking hard. This is a family with young kids. I think she's pregnant or something with the second she kid. She is pregnant, yeah. You know, yeah. good luck to them. It's, it's really that fucking simple. And uh, to me, again, I keep going back to this. The older brother I know married a few years earlier to, you know, some average British woman or whatever. I, you know, I don't know. Uh, some uh, woman. She's, she's above average, I would say. No, I'm, I'm, okay. I'm just saying she's not of royal birth or whatever. Like, oh, yeah. Or she's not a celebrity. But in any event, there was none of this bullshit. Or, or, or not to my knowledge, it didn't come over here at least. 
uh, you know? her, her kids still have their title. So. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> just, just treat people to fucking, t- like, could you imagine being the younger brother, Harry, and you're dealing with all this shit with your, with your wife and your family, and you're looking at your brother like, oh, you didn't have to go through any of this? You know what I mean? Like, you just had fucking uh, 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 easy-ass time of it? Like, literally three or four years earlier? Fuck that. I mean, I mean, his brother could have been the one that said, oh, what's oh, the color of your kid going to be? I mean, we that don't know who said it. Nobody nah, knows. Here, here's what I will say. If that had happened, Harry, Harry would have punched that motherfucker in the fucking face. <laughs> Harry would have gone for blood. I'm talking right now. Yeah. He would have he gotten done that uh, uh, royal uh, uh, royal Afghan veteran, you know, military style <laughs> well, beatdown on his ass. Well, let's be honest. I, though. I mean, Hopefully. like, listen. I mean, Harry. If you go to like historically, you can find like some fucked up shit about Harry too, as like a young man. But I think if you actually look at his like evolution as like a as a human being, like after he met you know Megan and he understood like, oh shit, there is racism. Like people live in these fucked up times and like. I think he's really kind of stepped up as a human being and like really understood, you know, certain things about how the world really works. Because obviously, even though he was, he went to Afghanistan and all that stuff, he was, he still lived a pretty, pretty sheltered life through like the vast majority of, of, of his life. And I'm not saying that to disparage him. I mean, like if you can live a perfect life, I mean, it's not your fucking choice. Listen, yeah. uh, my daughter's going to live a way more privileged life than I have, you know, my, my youngest. And uh, I'm not going to disparage her for that, but it's just like the fact that he's learning now from his from his spouse, and people are like saying how like she's brainwashing him, and so it's like get the fuck out of here, like for real, like maybe people are just trying to disparage her like way too much about this shit when she's just trying to live like a normal ish life. It's like I wouldn't want to be thrust into like this weird monarchy bullshit either you know like if i happen to like fall in love or whatever from like some weird british princess or some shit like that like i wouldn't want to be in that fucking spotlight you know mm-hmm. just want to fucking be happy you know <laughs> just yeah. like i, I wouldn't I mean, want an extra bullshit this is like the premise of a lot of these movies out there. I mean, Dune is basically the premise with this, just with sandworms. Wait, don't, <laughs> Netflix has a literal show about the fucking royal family. Isn't it called The Crown? I don't want yeah, it. They, they, they yeah, got a they few. And, yeah. and they reference yeah. they reference the show in almost every British news that I, that I saw regarding... probably taking case. notes on this shit. Yeah, yeah it's, it's, well, it's pretty insane, but we'll see. I mean... The one I feel the most for, my heart goes out to, is Archie. I mean, he's an infant. And this whole thing is kind of sparked off about his mom's color of her skin. And part of which she's an American as well. Well, it's so weird. Like, um, people say the color of her skin, but how many shades darker is she than fucking Harry? Harry? Not Like, seriously. Maybe... 1.5 1.5 yeah she she's super light but we all know you know when if you if you're a, yeah if you're a racist person you you're not you know even you if that person is just a shade lighter than, than than a white person or darker than a white person you got a, you know you got uh black african uh, african descent blood in you and you know the whole one percent rule i mean look they, they are treating her like shit and it's it's not just the American thing. We, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course. 
course. And when you this, look at this... their their kid, their kid is way lighter than her. So it's like you like you can't even tell that that kid has eighty black in him. Harry Harry's a ginger. Let, let's call it what it is. Like he's super <laughs> bright. You know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. By contrast, so, he makes, she's just a little bit darker. I get it. And, I mean, and her and her mom was, you know, obviously a very dark skin, dark skin woman. I saw her. There's photos of her and whatnot. But n- none of that matters. It's just, is the kid healthy? You know what I mean? Are you guys happy in your fucking marriage? Like Jesus Christ, you know? You know you got some racist shit, and, I, and I'm gonna keep going back to it. The fact that you care more about the color of the skin and worrying about Megan, but not about this fucking Epstein-loving pedophile in your own goddamn family, speaks volumes. Dude, how old is Queen Elizabeth? She's not, she's like a she's like thousand nine, years old. Yeah, she's <laughs> like she drinks the same elixir as I do. So <laughs> <laughs> she's drinking fucking baby's blood and shit. Yeah, she's been I the mean... queen since before my mama was born. Like. Mm. <laughs> It's it's been a minute. <laughs> didn't sure. didn't she get COVID? Oh, she, I don't. I, did she? I, I, don't I, don't, I don't know. I don't think we should be asking Dirty Stu some of this, right? Yeah, or or do the Scots the Scotland hate hate on the royalty? Yeah, I was I about to know. say he's yeah, like he's <laughs> he's not British. <laughs> I know. Uh, he's like he's one of the their own king. Well, I don't think so, but uh, obviously we have to ask him. But they're like one of the last holdouts from like the whole you know british taking over the world shit and like holding on to you know stolen land because it's what it is yeah i yeah. think blue was thinking about the prime minister the prime minister of england he got covid it's on boris johnson yeah oh, that yeah, guy, yeah. yeah. That, he was in that motherfucker life. reminds me remember dumb and dumber with uh <laughs> yeah <laughs> doesn't he look like him only older it's the haircut like jeff daniels yeah it's the haircut because every time he comes out he has the same walk and everything yeah. i want to yeah. say like how did you vote for that guy but people voted for fucking donald trump so there you know you there's that <laughs> there you go so with the, with queen elizabeth yeah she didn't have coronavirus she was just fucking sheltered in place for for seven months they ain't gonna let the queen get it yeah no, no, yeah. she was sheltering in place in a fucking Castle, castle. <laughs> with like a fifty-person staff. Fuck out of here! If not more, so hundreds of staff, folks. Her yeah, husband got the, got vaccinated, but I don't think anything about. Oh no, her and her husband got vaccinated recently. Oh, oh yeah, okay. there's so they're I'm using her picture of her being vaccinated as a promotion to get vaccinated in the UK. Shit. Did they find a uh, vein? <laughs> oh god! It's, yeah, it's like that. There's an episode of uh, of not Family Guy of uh, Futurama where the professor gets his blood drawn and they like poke him just once and his whole arm just swells up as one big ass fucking bruise. <laughs> I think it was oh, Mr. Man. Burns. Fuck, I can't remember. It's just two old people. <laughs> <laughs> they're the same person, man. Really? Yeah, basically. <laughs> Oh shit! All right. Good news, everybody. <laughs> Who should I, are we done um, shitting on Britain yet? Listen, we have a we, lot of listeners in in uh, England, so I'm sorry that the monarchy is shitty. All right. <laughs> so is the Confederacy. <laughs> I'm just saying. All right. Uh, y'all need to let that shit. Well, I'm not. I don't want to fucking preach to you guys. But listen, I just hope that uh, you guys get a decent. Uh, like government. I mean, you, you, your government is external to the fucking monarchy anyway. So it's like, I, this is why I don't get about it. I just don't get how the fuck you have a monarchy, but you have an actual like functional government that is external to the monarchy. So why, why the fuck do you still have the monarchy? Somebody from England, uh, please uh, send us an email or a fucking video to, you know, be them BTI at gmail.com and fucking break it down. Cause I don't fucking get it. 
it'd be like uh us in america you know we have our like you know you know republic but also having like a monarchy like i don't what the fuck is the point of having two and your actual like democracy slash republic type deal actually works better than ours but you still have a monarchy so i'm like why like it it doesn't make any fucking sense all i all i'll say is this if while you're dissolving the monarchy or whatever you decide hey let's support some fucking black folks in california this is the cast to support you know what i mean like you can just yeah. give us a whole bunch of jewels like you know what i mean we'll take it you know i'll take that one yeah. lisa that shit look good on my wall <laughs> super chat <laughs> so uh bef- i want to move on but i think lawrence in the chat he has the best line that probably should be the name of the episode uh regarding megan markle and uh this whole debacle <laughs> less than blacker than black is still black winner that's a winner man thank you for that we haven't had that i can't believe we haven't used that title before <laughs> i know that's like that should be the name of the episode right it there write that down motherfucker. that's that's truth right there <laughs> damn all right uh, which one do we want to do? Do we want to talk about the Space Jam or the Bethesda? Or Coming uh, to America. Or Coming to America. <laughs> I haven't seen I haven't seen Coming to America. Oh, what the There's fuck? There's something else that I want to talk. I haven't seen it. I didn't get a chance to. Uh, if y'all want to talk about it, I know Stitch has got a lot of words. I don't want to spoil it. I still haven't seen it either, but I, but y'all go ahead no, if you want no. to. No, no. We'll talk about it next no, week. I'll save it then. Fucking watch it. Uh, yeah, yeah, we can save it because I'm going to try to watch it this weekend. So Dude, okay. that way we can talk. That means you too, Prodigy. Yeah, no, I'll definitely do it. I'll, I'm off on Friday, so I'll, I'll make All it right, happen. there you go. Um, we got to talk about... Uh, no, it's PG-13, right? We were talking mm-hmm. about this. I think it's PG-13. Yeah. What is? We got to talk about this. It just came out. This has been... I don't know how I feel about this, but it's making me feel slightly weird. Did y'all see that the CW casted live-action Powerpuff Girls? I did. For, was that real? Yeah, yeah I thought that was real. fan fiction. Or They've been fan talking about, shit. They were talking about this last week. Uh, last year, I'm sorry. They were talking about it last year about developing... Uh, we talked about it on the cast briefly. They're doing a live-action Powerpuff Girls show. It is about them in their 20s, and they have PTSD about all the stuff that they were doing when they were kids. I remember that. About, about busting open beating... fucking Mojo Jojo's fucking skull every goddamn episode. <laughs> Jesus <laughs> Christ. That was so violent. You can see his brain matter. I'm just saying. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, there was in the early, because the, there's been several iterations of the Powerpuff Girls. There's ones where they kill a monster and like you see um, the little blonde character, uh, Bubbles, pop out of the eye of a monster and be like, oh, what are we going to do next? We can go milk and cookies or some shit like that. I'm like, what the fuck? You just came out of the eye of a monster. You just busted out the eye of a giant monster. Like, what the hell? This show's wild. So the casting for me has been kind of weird. Yeah, because we got Chloe Bennett as Blossom. You have Dove Cameron. Wait, wait, wait. As, uh, wait, 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 wait. That's yep. your girl from Agents, right? Yes, yeah. sir. Okay. So yeah, Chloe Bennett as Blossom. You have Dove Cameron as uh, I believe. She, oh, she's Bubbles, and another actress. Uh, she will be. I can't get. I lost her the name. Yenna. Per- I, yeah, I can't pronounce her name, but she will play. Um. Um. Uh, God dang. Uh, Buttercup. There you go. 
So they don't look like sisters at all. In mm-hmm. fact, the actress that's supposed to play uh, Buttercup, she looks like a Redbone sister. So I'm like, how are y'all supposed to be, you know, the Utonium sisters, but y'all don't look nothing alike? And uh, I know that Chloe Bennett, uh, she's a natural brunette. So, I mean, it's pretty easy to put in a blonde wig or whatever, but I mean, it's just going to be kind of, it's going to be weird for me because I'm like, this doesn't feel like um, Powerpuff Girls to me. However, the one, uh, I guess, shining light, because I actually like this writer, is uh, Diablo Cody is developing the show. She's like okay. writing the first couple and she's, I, I, I like her writing. She does some very dank stuff. Um, she wrote Juno, she wrote, um, uh, what was it, Megan's Body, um, things like that nature. So she has some pretty staunch writing, some pretty, like, heavy-hitting kind of stuff. What do y'all say about this? Uh, go ahead, Blue. You haven't gotten in that much. I think the concept sounds pretty dope. And I've seen some fan-made fucking shit that's really good. Like, there's a YouTube video out there called uh, Buttercups. And it's basically oh, just God. a uh, dope buttercup just being fucking badass, and it looks fucking cool. You thought that was cool? Yeah, I thought it was pretty good. <laughs> but I'm looking at the cast, like I don't I mean, know. I this, li- this seems like some uh, like some some Riverdale fucking Sabrina <laughs> the Witch type shit. Like it doesn't seem like it should be. Kind of, I kind of got that way. But when I found out Diablo Cody was developing, because she's a hard hitting writer, so this yeah, may but- be. A- pretty dank but i still i don't feel the cohesion they don't look like sisters they don't look like anything close i mean it's just weird to me because you know what this is this is gonna be like power rangers like the reboot the one they just made recently i feel like it's gonna be like that oh okay so but i I actually like that i I like that and that was interesting because that had some interesting twists and turns um yeah be prepared for buttercup to be lesbian so i I I expect that I'll say this. I mean, um, the they did a, what was it, 2016, 2017? Like a recent cartoon reboot. Yeah, it's yeah. on it's on HBO Max. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and I mean, I was I was like, okay, you know, let's see what, what this is about. And I was showing it even to my daughter. Um, for whatever reason, it didn't hit with her, really, which was kind of disappointing, but also kind of like, eh, you know, it is what it is. Um, I, I do believe in general in the franchise it's going to be all about the execution i haven't seen the full trailer yet so i'm not going to completely so, shit on this there's um, no trailer it's just casting news they cast I'll, the- I'll, I'll, I'll wait for a trailer to kind of get a sense of the fucking tone i may even watch the first episode um like i did with batwoman you know what i mean i mean i, I think at this point we kind of know the cw's wheelhouse you know they follow certain yeah. themes they follow certain patterns with a lot of their live action shows but some of them work really really fucking well some of them um, do you know i would love to see something a bit more mature and less less teeny uh su- such as like uh maybe something along the lines of like a, a winona herb level you know what i mean in terms of like you know going a little harder on the the not not a full r but like a, a harder pg-13 tv-14 yeah. But um, I don't. I doubt we'll get that on CW. You know, um, we will see about this. To be determined, on my opinion. So, uh, like I was, uh, I misspoke on the film. It was Jennifer's body, not Megan's body. It's because Megan Fox is in the film, 
but Jennifer's Body is the like weird horror film. It's a comedy horror with um, uh, Macon Fox and Amanda Seyfried. So, I mean, Diablo Cody, she's won an Oscar for Juno. Um, she wrote Young Adult, what got a lot of praise. Jennifer's Body, I actually kind of like, even though it's not really that great. But this, um, yeah, yeah, exactly. It was fun, but it's not like super awesome. It was. It's definitely. It's definitely entertaining, but um, if you can find, you can find some interesting gems on the CW. Like Prodigy was saying, they do have kind of the same kind of formula. I would prefer this to be on HBO because then I know it'd be dank, especially if they're gonna be suffering from PTSD from when they were kids, e- and even, they can be out even, there fucking and beating people up. So even Sci-Fi Channel or FX. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, FX, you know it'd be dang. You know yeah. it'd be dang. So, but I feel, I feel like HBO Max, like they can get a bit more grungy with the with the stuff they do. Yeah, I mean, the stuff on HBO Max can be pretty much hardcore R, maybe even NC seventeen level. Oh, for sure. But but but, but let's be real though, Chloe's so bad though. Like, she's bad. She's cool. She, she's. Go ahead. I, I was she, gonna. She just. I mean. I, I wasn't a big fan of Agents of Shield per se, but Chloe's just a hottie. And so I might watch it just on GP. She's in it, you know, I'll give it an episode or two just to see what that thing do. You know, she's So what you missed out on is that Dove Cameron is also on Agents of Shield. She plays mm-hmm. a Hydra agent where she cuts off someone's arm in the show. It's actually pretty fucked up, but she's actually um I don't want to call her a Disney princess, but she's on that show, The Descendants. She's oh, on yeah. like the birth, both versions on there. I mean, Doug is actually really attractive too. Um, I've had the chance to kind of meet Chloe Bennett. She's really, really, really nice. She's very, very down to earth. She's a little nerdy, so it works out. She's very, very um, approachable. She's very, very, you know, cool with her fans. Um, you were she, one line away from getting maced, old ninja. Stop this bullshit no. line. You no, she was, was about to fucking hit that rape whistle no, and fucking no. have security come over to take you out. Nope, that was first of all. You got your actresses mixed up. That was Candace Patton, not Chloe. <laughs> Patton, so get your shit right. And <laughs> Chloe was totally different. She's like, "Oh, I saw what happened. Was that you?" I'm like, "Oh yeah, yeah, that was me. My bad." But um, mm-hmm. we'll see hope, what happens with this. I'm, I'm I like to see. Uh, this I hope they. I hope uh, I may not win is in this as a, as one of the villains. Like uh, I oh. think the chick name is Med- not Medusa, but there's like one chick on there there's that seduces the professor. Was it Medusa? I think there is a Medusa. Yeah, I want to know who's the uh, the little rich brat bratty chick. Um, oh, uh, chick, Princess, uh, what's the name? Yeah, the one who wants to be a Powerpuff Girl so bad. She should be the main villain. That'd be awesome. We'll so see. I mean, there's a lot of stuff. It'd be interesting to see how they're going to do the Rowdy Rough Boys. Uh, oh, the Rowdy Rough Boys would be interesting. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. I mean, oh, I brought up that Buttercup will probably be you know a lesbian, which is fine. It's just you know, just make it. Don't make it fucking cheap. Just make her like you know, be genuine. Don't well, try to do it gimmicky. With it being live action, I mean, it's obviously not designed for little little kids. Or I'm hoping, I'm thinking it isn't. You know. So it's, it's probably for some '90s nostalgia folks, adults, you know. Yeah, but there's some there's some rich stuff because they even have an anime as well. So we shall see. Like I said, I have I have a lot of faith in Diablo Cody. I really like her writing. I like a lot of her stuff. So I'm expecting this will probably be kind of dank. And this could be this could be 
you know, super awesome, or it could be fucking utter shit. So we should <laughs> flip your fucking coin. We'll see. All right. Uh, this younger looks like my friend's daughter. It's really weird. <laughs> oh, that's creepy. Yeah. All right. Uh, where else are we gonna go? Oh, actually, Blue, uh, you played this Marquette game, right? Oh yes. Uh, so yeah, this the for March PlayStation Plus had a a free game on there. Not a free game because you kind of pay for the description, but it, it's free if you have this description. Uh, yeah, it's a it's an indie game called uh, Marquette, and this game fucks with your mind. It's like it's a it's a puzzle game, but it's a game within a fucking game within a game. So basically, like it's it's pretty fucking kind of hard to explain how the game works, but. So, like, in the middle of this, like, little kind of town area, it's like a model of the town. And you're able to interact with the town by putting things inside of this model. So, like, say, for example, like, you know, if there's a... a, Basically, the game starts off with this giant cube blocking this doorway. If you go into the model area, you can lift up that cube and move it out of the way. But when when you move it into your world, it's small. But when you put it back into that model world, it's big. But what's crazy is, um... You can, when you leave your world, the world around you is basically you're inside of the dollhouse or the, the, it's like you're inside the models. When you leave the, when you leave, when you leave your world, it's almost like you're leaving the model world and everything's all of a sudden fucking super huge. And basically you're just going around trying to solve fucking puzzles. Like, you know, you need to grab something from one area, take it to another area. Uh, you have to do this and that, but it's, it's interesting because you're, you're following a story. You're start, you're following the story about some, uh, I can't remember the name of the characters. You never see them. It, you just, it's cut scenes that happen and there's a story that's playing along and it's basically, it's about like a, a breakup and the shit that you go through. So as you progress in the game, like the game gets darker and darker and it's like, okay, what the fuck is going on? Like this game is, it's, it's a, one of the things it's, it's an easy platinum. Like it takes, it takes me about maybe two hours to complete it but hmm. then like to get a platinum you have to like pass certain certain levels within a certain amount of time so it's like a good 30 minute game if you if you understand all the puzzles but uh yeah this this game is fucking crazy and actually at the end there's a point where you can move the model around so when you move the model you move your world around you too and that shit that shit made me sick like i started getting motion sickness like crazy like i had to oh, actually put the game down because i was getting fucking crazy queasy and I, I've never played like I've been I played game in VRs and never felt as queasy as I did with this game. And like Damn. I thought maybe I was like maybe it was a one-off thing for me, but like I went online and like a lot of people get queasy because of that of this of this game, just because the concept is like it's kind of hard for you to wrap your brain around it. Like the fact that you move within an environment and like if you go outside of the walls, your environment's the same. It's just that it's bigger, or you go closer to the middle and your environment's small and you're able to interact that way. It's 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 fucking crazy. It's a it's a fun fun game to play. I'm gonna check it out. I downloaded it. I just haven't checked it out. But the only game that made me super duper fucking queasy and feel like I was gonna hurl was a uh, uh, Gravity Rush on the Vita. Like that shit. Mm. That shit was awful. Well, there, there's oh, one part man. you have the platform, so you might not be able to pass it. Yeah, man. That's, <laughs> not, that's, that's not my type of game, man. No, that's not how it works. no but like, there's there's like a level where like you basically take some you take you. You basically shrink down to a small size, you go into this house, and there's like a little dollhouse in there, and you grab like some stairs, and then you take the stairs back into the bigger world, or to the smaller world. See, it's so fucking confusing how to even explain this. Like, you take it into the micro world, and you drop it in the micro world, but then when you go back into your normal world, the, the stairs are huge, 
so you're able to get inside of this building like that's the crazy kind of like puzzle shit that it that you do but then like you have to go back into this you have to go back into the larger world to go up the same ladders to get to like a different point it's like uh, it's, it's it's a fun puzzle game and it will it, will, it fucking don't play this game high you might just fucking have a seizure <laughs> yeah. part of what you described sounds like uh that old game uh silent hill the room where you had to like go inside like different objects to go into different worlds kind of like you had to go into a painting to go into like this area or was whatnot. that ps1 ps1 era i th- yeah ps1 era so it was just okay. like that game was kind of weird it sounds a little bit like that it kind of reminds me of that there was like a ps2 or ps3 game i think it's called like i think it's called like sketch or something like that where like the way you, when you're playing the game if you twist the environment a certain way like say like your your character needs to cross a bridge but there's a hole in the middle. But if you turn the camera just slightly, like the hole gets covered by like a tree or something. And so basically you walk behind a tree and then you get able to get to the other side. It's like, I can't remember what game it was, but it's, it's something similar to that, except it's more on a, a mindfuck scale of like, you know, you can be a world within a world within a world, which is fucking trippy. There you go. All right. Uh, where else were we gonna go? Um, Old Ninja, were, were you excited about this? But, you know, but that's uh, Xbox official news. I mean, it seems like uh, at least a lot of Xbox fans I know were uh, applauding this, going actually a little crazy about it. No? Um, I'm, yeah, there's a lot of people. There was a lot of people that were excited, no, no doubt. But for me, I'm not a huge Bethesda fan. However, it's not just Bethesda; it's their parent company and all the preceding companies underneath, which includes Valve, and like. I know a lot of people on Twitter were asking um, John Carmack if he was going to come back to Quake and redo a new Quake. Um, is there a possibility of a, a new Left 4 Dead? Like, all kinds of stuff. The possibilities are all over the place. I know a lot of people are kind of upset. They're like, oh, well, these games that have been out for a while, franchise games such as um, Elder Scrolls and, and Skyrim and... and um, some of these other really oh a fallout whatnot are these going to become exclusive games and i'm like well i mean microsoft's kind of about money i mean to be honest we have no idea but i highly doubt franchise games that have been out for what 10 15 years are going to become like super exclusive maybe there'll be some like side games that are exclusive to the to the uh xbox uh game pass pretty much at this point um I'm more interested to see because they haven't announced a whole lot about their new IP, the um, Sky. Uh, damn it, I had it last time. The Sky Skyline, I think that's the name of it, or Sky of something. It'll be interesting to see what happens from here on out because if they're gonna develop um, some new stuff, it's gonna be a few years. The thing that I'm concerned about is whatever's in the pipeline now. Is it gonna become exclusive to the Xbox platform? Are they going to open it up or whatnot? Because we already know a new Skyrim's coming, and we, we're probably going to get like a um, a new Fallout eventually, and some of the other like uh, franchise games. So it's going to be interesting to see in the next two years what's going to happen. So we'll see. Agree. I'm, I'm happy. This is exciting news. I mean, you know, it, whether it's exclusive or not, or a mixed bag or case by case. Uh, you know, more games come coming out. You know, Bethesda. In general, I like them. I, I do shit on some of the engines. Some, not all, but 
Like, Fallout 4, oh my god, that, that just ran like fucking dog shit on the PS4. Like, and I love the game, you know? Oh, but, Starfield. Um, I'm sorry. That's the name of the game that they're coming out with, is Starfield. That was the game gotcha. that you talked a little about. So that could become a exclusive to the Xbox. We'll it see. seems like there's more questions than answers on, on the exclusivity point. But, you know, they got the right to do it, and they paid literally billions of dollars. Mm-hmm. So, literally. Did we, did we get an E3 in 2020? Or would they count because of COVID? No, e, E3 was... Everything was canceled in 2020. <laughs> the whole year was canceled. Yeah. Well, I mean, Nintendo had their thing, so I thought maybe. Well, I mean, there was some, there was some virtual stuff, yeah, but E3 did not happen. I mean, it looked like what happened was there was some showcases, but they're by each individual company. Like Xbox kind of did theirs, Sony did theirs, Nintendo had one. I think GamesCon went virtual, and maybe PAX. Maybe I think PAX went virtual. That's about it that I know of. Okay. God, I can't wait fucking for shit to go back to normal because I miss my cons. Dude. I, I miss my Bay Area cons. Yeah, yeah, look, Fanime, San Francisco Comic Con, you know? But uh, the big one, San Diego, WonderCon. Like, come on. Those are great. Yeah, WonderCon's great. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's funny. Um, Remember uh, uh, Deadpool, the girl Deadpool from uh, from WonderCon? Um, yeah. Her name was uh, Naira. Mm-hmm. She... She was uh she was doing a thing on Instagram and I jumped up on there and she she remember who I was. I was like, wow, it's been like two years and she still fucking remember me. I was pretty impressed by that. But uh yeah, we were just chatting about it, like how she's doing and all that stuff. But uh yeah, I mean we meet so many fucking cool people when, we, when yeah. at these cons. And it's it's so great seeing fans too, like, you know, like the first time like we got recognized at a con, I was like, Whoa. That's we're out there touching lives. It is funny. <laughs> it's definitely weird. I'll never forget that woman who tried to throw a chair at you at Fanime. That was yeah. awesome. <laughs> See, Peter, that's how you take criticism. <laughs> God. Oh, there's going to be a boondocks moment up in there. Oh, wow. oh man. Say almighty one more fucking time. <laughs> yeah, I miss doing uh, doing doing actually going to cons it, it was cool especially with uh having a a little kid because i would you know take uh little riley to these cons and i don't know if she realized obviously she's way too little then but i wanted to keep the thing going of like her going to like conventions and seeing uh, all this nerd shit and also me like covering all these cool ass people and uh and fucking up occasionally like i, I keep thinking about like ruth carter just got i think it was uh, a <laughs> yeah an Emmy? She got it. She got an Emmy, yeah. right? Yeah, a pretty she got an Oscar. It's an, an Oscar. Okay, it's an Oscar. Yeah, she got an Oscar for Black Panther, and then she was nominated for another project as well, and I think it was an Emmy. Yeah, well, and and then also, you know, with Coming to America, she she did all the costumes for Coming to America, and I'm watching. Nice. I'm like, oh my god, I talked to this lady, and I fucked up the whole interview, and I canned it. I still have the interview where I fucked up. Maybe somebody I'll do it, but I think that what I might do. <laughs> is in like a year or so is ask her to come back on the podcast and for me to just not even mention who the fuck i am (laughs) and then like talk to her and be like hey so uh i interviewed you a while back and i totally messed it up and like explain like why like, I, yeah, she'll probably be like, oh, I remember you. You'd be like, yeah, damn it. Be like, <laughs> you you're, that marble yeah. mouth motherfucker. <laughs> it, was to- it was totally my fault. I stayed up way too late partying a night, and mm-hmm. I fucked up. And this is what uh, showed me um, 
like how to how do I put this like in a respectful way? Hashtag it's, we press. No, no, no. It's like I I, I had interview we we as a podcast I interviewed so many other celebrities, and I thought I was gonna be fine with interviewing her. Um, with like no notes, no nothing. Like I, I, I remember everything. Usually, what I don't need to take a lot of notes, but that day I was just like, "Fuck!" I was like dehydrated and all. I got a fucking tons of excuses. Whatever. The excuses don't fucking matter. I fucked up, and the fact that I fucked up, with, I'll always remember that. In in like any time, any other time where I interview a celebrity, say, like, "Hey, like they're giving me their time to do an interview, and mm-hmm. get, to give them the proper respect." for an interview and i think that with ruth carter i perhaps did not give her the proper respect that i i should have with the interview and so if i ever have her on again i'll the first thing i would do is is hopefully she doesn't remember me and i'll apologize for not giving her the proper respect even though i did respect her at the time and i respect her now i mean to this day i mean like the reason why i wanted to interview her is because i respected her but obviously back then uh, i thought that i had all this shit under control and i didn't and I fucked up, and I would love to have her back on. And seeing all the accolades she's getting now are totally warranted. And she did great work. It, going back to Ruth Carter did costumes back for um, Malcolm X, like wow. way yeah. back in the day. All right. Yeah. School days. Yeah, she goes and she has ties with Eddie Murphy and like that whole crew and all that stuff. And she like her her body of work is fantastic and to her to get the accolades now is great and i i just i feel bad that i fucked it up back then and i, I want to have it back on to like kind of like resolve that for myself and uh i don't know redemption it's just like, yeah it's kind of like for some redemption you know yeah you'll get it you'll get a you'll get a mulligan on it i mean look we, yeah. we have all fucked up on some stuff you know she um she actually just got a star on the hollywood walk of fame yeah, so cool. I mean, she she this seems year. like like a long lost auntie or or you know, yeah. like, she just seems so cool. You know, what I mean? she like, was. I'm really, proud of her. Even when I fucked up, she was cool about the whole thing. Yeah. She was like crazy respectful to me. Is like some fucking nobody. I'm obviously I'm still a nobody, but um, she was so cool about the whole thing. And then you know, I just like ended it. She's like, okay, you know, we'll end it. And I'm just like, fuck, man. Like, I couldn't I couldn't think of a way to like pull everything back together at the time to like yeah. get that shit because I, I fucked up on shit before but i can pull shit back mm-hmm. but yeah, at that time i just i couldn't pull it back and I, I didn't see a way forward on the interview to like make it seem like i'm not doing a shitload of editing which is funny okay. because i'm thinking about an interview that i've done with a celebrity when I've, i had to do a shitload of editing yeah. <laughs> <Or just> like, <laughs> y'all know who the fuck I'm talking I, about. <laughs> I do. Yeah. I was I like, I couldn't one. think of a way. We're just like, I'm doing the interview, so I can't. Like, I, I, I can't. I, I've, I've made myself a fool to this person, uh, and I don't want to like show this to, to people because I, I, she needs. At the time, I was like, this person is like, she should have blown up a long time ago. She's probably gonna blow up, and obviously, she has mm-hmm. now. But it's just like, man, like, how am I fucking this up at the time? I remember thinking at the time, like, what the fuck, man? Like, what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> well, my, my favorite is when we did, uh, and I'm not going to say which interview it was, but we got a call immediately afterwards, like, hey, can you heavily edit out what so-and-so oh, yeah. said? <laughs> oh, yeah. And, and the person? And never release that ever. Like, 
I won't even say what gender the person was. I remember exactly what you're talking yeah. about. But yeah, yeah, it was the person. Like the whole interview was cool as fuck, and it yeah. was just like, yeah, that's there's no problem, man. But it's funny because yeah. like, I'm thinking about it back at it now. It's like what he said. It was literally like a single word. Yeah. Of what he was. said. <laughs> and I was, oh, I'm sorry. What the person said. And it was just like, yeah, yeah I can go back and, and, and change it. It's fine, man. Yeah. Um, <laughs> our person. He, he switched it in there. He was just really comfortable with. Yeah. Uh, sorry, that person was really comfortable with him. <laughs> and then it was just like, I didn't even notice. I was just like, okay, whatever. And then they were like, PR was like, yo, yeah. he messed up. He's sorry. And we need uh, a favor from you guys. And I was like, oh shit. Yeah. We were, I was yeah, totally I remember, fine. Yeah. I remember when um, uh, we interviewed that that one black female comedian. Oh like, yeah, oh she kind of had her time souls messed up, and like we asked her what she was doing, and she was like, "Oh, I just been out here smoking weed and playing video games, waiting for you guys to come on." And I remember I said something to her, trying to be funny, and her her comeback to me was so quick and sweet, it put me back <laughs> in my fucking place. I can't remember what I said, but I was I think she's I'm not sure if it was her, maybe it was W. Oh, no, no, it was her because she's like, out. I can always yeah. hang up, motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> She, that was Janelle. Yeah, she was great. And it's funny because she has like her own. She has like a, her own Netflix specials now. Like she, yes. and, it's, and it's just like, yeah, her comebacks were like so quick and on the ball. And um, it was it was the reason why I'm thinking of W. Kamal Bell is because oh, yeah. we had we talked to him before the podcast started, and it was a similar mm-hmm. thing where we we're like, because um, we were talking to him, it's like, is this really him? And he's like, is it really me? And, <laughs> and something happened with her. It's like a similar issue, hap- like thing happened with her. Yeah. <laughs> and I think with W. Kamal Bell, what's so great about him was that he was like, yeah, I could be a white guy from Cagnuga or something like that. Like, he started like fucking with us. It's like, shit, what the yeah. hell? But he also was the creator of the, the chocolate banana. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> That's awesome. The, the thing about it is, like, especially with comedians, they. <laughs> They're usually on, like you know what I mean. Like they, they are just quick-witted motherfuckers that will light your ass up when needed, when necessary, and then like just have a great response. Like they have just jokes on top of jokes, ready in the back of their fucking mental file cabinet, and I love that about them. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah J- well, the thing with, with Janelle James though, what was funny is because when we first got on the phone with her, we were talking about like we're just bullshitting because we bullshit with like. We try to bullshit a little bit with the celebrities before they come on. Yep. And she was just talking about getting high and playing GTA. Mm-hmm. <laughs> We're just like, all right, like this, this is gonna be fun. And uh, she was like, like, re- like. Sometimes you don't know like what you're gonna get with a celebrity. Yep. You know, and we haven't done celebrity interviews in uh, in a fucking long time. Like yeah, well, way well, too well, long. Well, we had a Ella Darling on. Yeah, but even her, like, she was a guest though. I wouldn't say she was a. Well, no, I mean, I mean she's a celebrity. Really. Well, she's a celebrity. I mean, she is. Yes. Um, but well, I think what I think probably what Blue's alluding to is that we've met her in person, and we've interacted with her in person on more than one occasion. So it's a little. Well, the fact that she like she like stayed on the show with us and and chatted with us and she was like talking with topics like we weren't interviewing her. She was on the podcast with us. Well, at least for the last episode that she was on. Yeah, yeah, I mean, that, that, that's true. That's true. Um, but still, she's still a celebrity. Um, she is. But with other celebrities, like you, sometimes you don't, you have to like kind of fill them out a little bit, like on like before you have them on. And 
like the vast majority of them were like had been like really cool. I still remember what was ah, shit. What the fuck is his name? Uh, Winston from uh, Ghostbusters. Oh, Ernie oh, yeah. Hudson. Yeah, when we had Ernie Hudson on, I was just like, it was so surreal to talk to that guy. Like seriously. Yes. Um, it, it, and it's weird to me now when people are like, oh, you have a podcast. Who have you had on? I'm like, well, you know, we've had Ernie Hudson on. They're just like, who's Ernie Hudson? I'm like, are you Uh, fucking serious? What the fuck is wrong with you? Um, don't get me wrong. We've had other people on that have, I guess, quote unquote, more famous than Ernie, Ernie Hudson. But to like me, for me, (laughs) like it was a big deal. To have him mm-hmm. on, especially when it was right before APB has, had even dropped. Even though the, the show had got canceled, but the fact that, you know, he was on APB. Remember APB? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I watched every yeah. single episode. Yeah, so did I. And uh, and he had another show on called, uh, fuck, it was a uh, Netflix Fra- show. It was Frankie and, um, the show on Netflix with, yeah. with uh, ladies, Frankie and somebody. I can't remember. Yeah, came back watching it. And I was just like. Yeah, that's that's where she remembered him from, and it's just like these are people that make their living on like entertaining us, and I think it's just it's there's different things of like who you recognize as like a celebrity or not, you know, sure. people that you never even heard of. And but we had like a lot, like the the crazy thing is like our number one podcast is from a <laughs> uh, god damn it, what's her name? Winona uh, Herb. Yes, Winona uh, Herb. Uh, Jesus Christ, hold on, I'll bring it up right now. Dominique, uh... Dominic Provost-Shockley, yeah. The Notorious yep. DPC. Yeah. <laughs> and most people have no fucking idea who she is. Uh, we do, even though I just forgot her name. Sorry, DPC. <laughs> um, still to this day, randomly, we will get, like, likes and comments on those videos. And the, the, mm-hmm. the, uh, the listen-to count and the viewership count keeps going up. Um, and it's amazing to me that like she has such like a uh, a loyal fan base that they, they they consume all of her media. Herpers go hard. Like that that was the biggest lesson I learned from that because mm-hmm. I was at the it was at WonderCon I saw like the the premiere a couple of episodes and I was like okay those that those shows seem pretty decent and it was just like the whole cast was there and and they were all very approachable from a PR standpoint. And it just, it, it worked out. I had no clue that, you know, the fandom was going to just fall in love with this, uh, these characters. But. Yeah, I remember I went, I think it was, a, uh, I think it was either San Diego Comic-Con or WonderCon. We went to their panel and and that place was fucking insane. Like when they announced that they were going to be out for another season, like, man, people were went in, they were, they went nuts. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Because that's when, uh, yeah, that's when me and Blue talked to the producer of the show. Like right after their panel, that was pretty interesting. Uh, so the show that is on Netflix that Ernie Hudson was a part of was Grace and Frankie, That's what it is, which yeah. was airing last season or last year. So I think the show might come back. I don't know. I don't watch the show, but I sure was watching APB. Um, he's also on LA's Finest, which was on Spectrum and then moved to Fox. So he was on that show as well. So in the because it's a bad boy spinoff. In the bad boys lore, Ernie Hudson is uh, basically Martin Lawrence's character's father. Oh wow! So, That's good shit. yeah, it's actually pretty interesting for me. Definitely, when the Erpers go hard, 
is definitely true. Even the cast goes hard. I'll never forget um, going to uh, Comic Con and then having Dominique Provost Chocolate literally run in heels to come give me a hug to thank us as a collective for sending her you know what we do on the podcast is everyone we talk to get a chance to interview with and if it gets aired we send them a thank you and she was very very appreciative of her thank you gift and gave me a hug i got a chance to meet literally everyone on the cast except for like one person yep and it was great it was just weird having someone that i'm watching on screen come and run in heels to come give me a hug that was super surrealistic that, that that's one of the great things about uh the con life you know especially WonderCon in san diego those really really big ones because like new shows that sometimes you've never fucking heard of uh you get to see it first and a lot of times those actors are getting you know getting their really big break and you know they're down to do more interviews and whatnot so you know it's man i just fucking miss it i really do i can't wait to get back to some level of normal but actually, Kronos, do you want to give an update on the cast on getting back to normal-ish? You had an exciting week last week. Hint, hint. Like, what do you... You mean, like... Uh... Did you get something in your arm? <laughs> yes, like... I did. I got it. Oh, yeah, I forgot it was last <laughs> oh, week. Oh, you got cracked. You just like, uh, uh, she's cracked. Fucking everything <laughs> is, like, blurring together. But, yeah, I got my, my first vaccine last week. Shout out to my brother, um... The fireman. The cap. Oh, okay. I thought we <laughs> so, called him the captain, but well, he's a he's a captain as a he's a firefighter, as a fire captain. Okay. But yeah, um, I got a chance to get uh, my first vaccine, and so before anybody's like, "Oh, you're stepping in line, blah blah blah, blah you're kicking." No, I didn't do any of that shit. All right, listen. The COVID nineteen vaccine for both Moderna and the Pfizer vaccine, it has to be frozen at a extremely cold temperature. And so what they do is they have to defrost these things every day to give out. And they have to like, you know, mix the, the vaccine in with uh, saline or other solutions or whatever. They have to mix it together. And then they give it a shot. But what happens is on any given day, they have people that cancel their, um, their scheduled like, you know, vac- vaccinations. Or for whatever reason, not, not enough people show up to get their vaccinations, and so there's leftovers, and they can't refreeze these leftovers to get their their vaccinations. So I took advantage of um, through my brother to get some of the leftover vaccinations to get my my first vaccine, and now I can get my my second vaccine in a, a couple of weeks, uh, basically two weeks from now. Um, but yeah, I think go ahead. I was going to say I think a lot of not a lot of locations, but some locations are, are do. I think there was like a, a up by a college. I think that the refrigerator had broke, and yeah. like they need to get rid of the vaccines, and they put like a an APB or whatever, and basically like, hey, if you're in the area, come by and get your vaccine before like they go bad. Basically, if, if they go bad, they they, can't, they have to throw it away. Yeah, so it's it's very common this happens. I just happen to have you know my brother. Um, is in a position to where he, he can notify me that this was happening. So I was like, all right, so I'm going to go down to San Diego and, you know, get in, get in line to get, you know, uh, extra vaccination. So that's what me and KMAC did. And, uh, yeah, the crazy thing is, is that, you know, KMAC is the one that's at risk. So if, 
if it wasn't for K-Mag, I probably wouldn't have been as locked down as I am right now because uh, I'm not really at risk at all. Like, I'm, it's very low risk for me, but I am at risk for K-Mag because she's had three open heart surgeries, um, but they're not opening up things to uh, to her yet. I think there are now. They're opening up to people that are, like, that are like more at a higher risk. So it's, it's just kind of weird. So I was just like, listen, whenever I can get it, I'll, I'll get it. Um, to make our, our family safer and so once i got the opportunity to do so um, I, I got my first vaccine so yeah in the next couple weeks i'll get my second one i might have to go and what's crazy is that i had to literally so last friday i went down to san diego i saw i got the whole thing done you know it was all done within like an hour and i drove we we drove right back so yeah i was like literally what did was just the two of you, or did you take uh, Riley as well? No, just the two of us. Okay. We, went, we we drove down to like two in the two in the morning or something like that. Got the shot, drove right back. So yeah. it was a it was a pretty crazy long ass day. So in I think on the twenty sixth we'll get our, our next our second shot. Hopefully somewhere around there we'll get our second shot, and then uh, two weeks after that we'll be vaccinated. So we will be good. For well, I. Heard, I heard... Sorry. Go ahead. No, I didn't say, I heard that if you, when you get the second shot, you have like crazy side effects, basically like you're super tired and it's painful, or whatever. But I heard that if you had COVID, your first shot, you get those symptoms where yep. you're fucking like flat on the floor and you're, you're getting the pain and stuff like that. So if, you, if that happens to you, uh, it's a sign that you might have had COVID and you didn't know it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I uh, actually watched an article about that today too. But, uh, yeah. but yeah, I just want to be able to reduce you know, passing on the, this deadly ass disease to, to KMAC and her, and her, her mom and her dad. And it's just like, I don't want to accidentally kill somebody. And I think that's what most people don't really realize is that, yeah, you don't want to wear a mask, but you can accidentally kill somebody from like you, uh, getting the disease and then being, you know, you know, not symptomatic and then potentially passing it on to somebody that could die. And I think that people are just really flipping and, you know apathetic about it and just like well fuck them you know and i this yeah. is this is what has really um reduced my hope in humanity over the past year is that you know in three days from now october i'm sorry not october march 13th is the last time 2020 is the last time i did jujitsu mm -hmm. for people that know me i jujitsu was like that's that's my fucking life all right but the fact that i gave that shit up for my family and to save other people and then I have other people that are just, they don't want to wear a mask to, for what? Like, I don't understand like their whole mindset on this whole thing, but you could, you, you literally could be killing somebody, but you don't even realize it because you, because you think that you have freedom. Like what the fuck are you even part of America really fucking disgust me, to be honest with you. Yeah. Like the no, over the past year really disgust me. And, you know, uh, I've been thinking about moving for a long time. And this has pushed me more and more in that direction to just get the fuck out of here. Because these fucking insane people that they don't realize that what they're doing is really harmful. Like, literally harmful. Not fucking the esoteric fucking left-wing bullshit, you know, harmful. Like, literally, you could be killing somebody or leave them degraded for the rest of their entire fucking life. Because you decided not to put on a goddamn mask. Because you don't realize... Yeah why you should wear a mask and because you're ignorant and people in, in america right now are they are being 
how do I put it? It's like it's a festival of ignorance, and people are being celebrated for being for being ignorant. They're just like, oh yeah, wear, don't wear your mask. It's fucking great. Your fucking freedom. Fuck. What? What are you even talking about? Like, if people were like that when it came to like the Spanish flu or you know uh, polio or other infectious diseases, like people gave a fuck back then, and they they got their shit together. They sucked it up and they suffered for a little bit to save fucking lives. But here in 2020 and 2021, people just, they don't seem to really give a fuck about other human beings anymore because they want their lives to, to continue as normal, no matter the cost, no matter the cost. And it's fucking yeah. disgusting. I get you. All right, guys, let's wrap it up. Uh, unless we have V the Bees. I'll pause for any of those. Uh, I haven't had seen it in the chat. So. I had, I had one, but I can't remember what it was. Oh, um, I don't know if we brought this up before, but <clears throat> back in the day with uh, Viz YouTube channel, we used to do battle stories, like versus stories, and yeah. uh, I saw a thing earlier that said like, um, who do you think would have won between uh, Batman and Light Yagumi? If do you think Batman would have been able to figure out who Light that Light was Kira? Or do you think uh, Light would have been able to take out Batman before uh, he had a chance to? I, I know what your answer is, Blue, but all right. <laughs> We're going to pretend. <laughs> yeah, let's just pretend that you don't know what you I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to go with Light. I mean, there's literally no ties to Light, Yagami, killing people. Especially the way he I mean, started. But... Yeah, I will say this. I'm slightly siding with Batman only because L basically figured it out before he before he got got, and L was a you know a, a great detective. But I think Batman's the world's greatest detective. But L, L was able to deduce some shit, you know. Yeah, I, I'm surprised. Surprised. I'm going to say Batman as well, just because <laughs> I figured, I, on, a, on a detective level, like we like. Batman doesn't get that much credit on his detective skills, and like maybe people see him for like fighting and stuff like that. But the guy is super, super level genius. Like he can outsmart fucking like Lex Luthor and like uh, I think even Brainiac. He was uh, able to outsmart him. I think he would be able to figure. I think he'd be able to figure out light, and I think he'd be able to figure out like if he found the Death Note book. I'm pretty sure he could figure out like exactly what the fuck is going on before like you know light even get the chance to fucking write in the book. What you say, old ninja? Um, I'm gonna say if you literally if you switch out um, L with Batman, then you get light. You pretty much get light winning. So I think uh, the same thing. Uh, depending on what happens as Batman gets closer to the truth, if he goes the same kind of route, then he's gonna get got. But if he gets because he has probably more resources than Light or than L, he might be able to do a little finagling and do a little logic puzzle to trap um, Light. So, but I'm gonna I'm going to say Light gets him on like something super trivial too. Damn, there we go. All right, let's wrap it on up. Oh, dude, what you got populating this week? Um, uh, so I'm gonna spend a little bit of time with some family because there's been um. A little bit of uh, just helping some family members out over the week, um, over the weekend. So 
Um, I'm going to be gaming in between. I, I got to watch this Coming to America or Coming to America mm-hmm. 2 or whatever they're calling it. Um, I'm probably going to do some little nerdy stuff like doing some algorithmic design um, a little bit over the weekend and then um, just doing a whole lot of gaming on some of the stuff I already got. That's it's pretty shit. much it. Blue, what you got? Uh, countdown to Baby Blue being here. We're, we're two weeks, two weeks from now. Baby Blue will be here um, either two weeks in a day or two weeks in three days. Who knows how long it'll take for her to, for my, for the Sweeties to, to pop them out. But uh, yeah, man, it's, we're getting close to it. Uh, yeah. Other than that, just, just trying to prepare for the kid. Um, got yard work to do. Um, actually, we're doing a photo shoot this weekend with the Sweeties. We're going to do a maternity photo shoot. Uh, nice. So we're getting that out the way. Cause I don't, I haven't posted any pictures of her like pregnant at all. So y'all guys don't know like how big she is. <laughs> is, is she pregnant? Yeah, right. <laughs> like I, I got to show proof that she's actually pregnant. But uh, yeah, so I'm doing that this weekend. We actually I can't figure out a location to, to go, but um, I'm thinking about maybe just going to Stanford, like the university, the campus. Okay. Maybe yeah. do a few photos there because they have some pretty cool like um, like architecture work and like the hallways and like the church and all that stuff. It looks pretty cool. So we'll see. Just dope shit. All right. Carlos, what you got? So I'm in an interesting crossroads personally in my life um, with when I go back to jujitsu, which is going to be kind of weird. It's I'm less than a month. I'm I'm around a month away from like being able to like actually doing jujitsu again, but I'm at a weird spot for like personal reasons to like going back to my old instructor, uh, Mauricio, who's a, who's a friend of mine. But there's like this whole. Uh, this first time I said this anywhere publicly, but like with the whole COVID thing and like his thoughts on COVID and shit like that has been like, I'm not sure if I'm going to go back. Um, that's, that's That's, a hard one. Yeah. Yeah. It's heavy. It's very difficult for me to even say out loud, (laughs) but at some point I got to say it and at some point I got to say it to him. So, um, and I will tell him when I'm ready to come back or not come back to to his gym. He's, he's got a new gym um, somewhere locally. So, yeah, but I need to get back to doing jiu-jitsu for my, uh, for my mental health and um, for self-defense and shit like that. It, it, you know, I'm a purple, purple belt in jiu-jitsu. I haven't done jiu-jitsu in just about a year, and it's very, very fucking depressing for me <laughs> that it's been a year. For something that I, I, yeah, I've done through injuries, through surgeries, through, uh, you know, having children, you know, uh, the week that I had that Riley was born, I still did jujitsu and I was away from home. (laughs) So, and for me to not do jujitsu for a year because of some fucking crazy ass virus, I I never thought this would happen. I, I, I thought that. The only thing that stopped me from doing jujitsu was like would be like a serious injury, like I lost a limb or some shit, you know. But the fact that something that uh, could possibly kill my uh, my partner like never even occurred to me, and the fact that how some people treat this thing has been uh, it's been very informative to me as like who people really are and and what their values really are. And I, I understand like the whole. You know, I'm losing revenue thing. I totally get that, but to be 
the fact that you might lose revenue or a job or you know whatever i, I get that because i last year you know I, I lost i lost money too I, you know i lost a significant amount of money um because of this but to also ignore the fact that this really exists and that it kills people and that people ignore that really bothers me so so yeah we'll Probably see so. I, I have i guess a, a month or so to really figure out what the fuck i'm gonna do um to do martial arts and keep pushing towards black belt and i don't know if we're gonna do that now so yeah that's all i got you gotta you gotta keep us posted um for me i'm gonna try to uh finally pick up uh miles Morales and do some you know some gaming that you guys have recommended for like four or five months now i got my ps5 um definitely checking out coming to america too Give some review stuff. I know we're going to have a spirited discussion on that next week. Uh, I have to still read. They came out with uh, issue two of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles uh, Last Ronin, oh, like I'm, the second trade. So I, I haven't read, read it. it yet. Don't spoil. That was a while ago. I heard it's good. Um, can't wait to read that one and uh, catch it up on the uh, the end of Future State. By the way, Yara Floor, I like that Wonder Woman. The Brazilian one? God yeah. damn. Yeah. That's a cool character. I. I know I'm late a little bit, but holy shit, I, I love everything that they're doing with her. Um, still watching some uh, some anime. Jujutsu Kaisen, man. That one anime of the year with Crunchyroll, that shit is fucking dope. It's MAPPA, I think. The same ones that uh, are doing Attack on Titan. So mm-hmm. it, it, it's hot shit. I, if you like Demon Slayer, you like uh, Attack on Titan, watch this shit. Like, it, mm-hmm. It's dope. Uh, and then uh, still working my way. Talk, we didn't even talk about Attack on Titan. Yeah, we'll, we'll save it for next week. Yeah. We're still working our way through, and then uh, finally finished off uh, Dress Rosa arc on uh, on uh, the One Piece. So we're, uh, we're I'm still continuing with that, watching it with my kids and loving it. That's all I got. All Old right. Ninja, take us out. All right, you just experienced Black and Black Times Infinity. Infinity, the dankest podcast on the internet. Check us out anywhere and everywhere with Beat and BTI. That's B T H A N B T I. Spelling it out for you. Check us out on Twitter. Uh, with that, you can check us out on uh, YouTube every Wednesday night, 8.30 Pacific Time with Blacker Than Black Times Infinity. It's probably the easiest. I mean, you can search b bti as well. Anywhere you listen to podcasts, we're there, b bti uh, We have a Discord on there. Uh, I believe you have to be invited to go to the Discord. Is that correct? Hit, hit us up. We'll invite your ass if yeah. you're cool. So you can email <laughs> us at bthembti at gmail.com. Uh, let us know if you want to be part of the Discord. Uh, we'll respond to you. We're pretty good at responding back. Uh, let us know. On Amazon, we have an app on there. When he says, we have an when he says me, he means me. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> sure. uh, check out our official website, binhatproductions.com forward slash bthembti. We skate them. Right. Yeah, Jessica Rabbit was hot. Damn it. Did you say Jessica Rabbit or? I said Jessica. Lola Bunny. Oh, Lola Jessica Bunny. was the hot one. You mean Lola Bunny? Oh, Jessica. Like Roger Rabbit, right? Yeah, Jessica Rabbit. Okay. Okay. Mm. okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you got to confuse because you've been talking about Lola all week. We're trying to end this. <laughs> we are, but I just had to specify. I'm just like, you talking about Lola or fucking. You in the furries or are you in the, you know. 
Yes. Oh my goodness. Dude, if we just saw who trained like Rabbit and she loved it. Oh, that's a good flick, man. It still holds up even today. Alright, we done now? Mm -hmm. Alright. Wow. <laughs>